an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song course our best smartphone deals your choice of plan learn how to get the new samsung galaxy s24 plus with galaxy ai on us with eligible trade-in at&t connecting changes everything offers vary by device subject to change s24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time terms and restrictions apply see att.com samsung for details this is holly fry from stuff you missed in history class The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, we've got live playoff action. We're going to take a look back at several moments throughout the weekend that leave me exhausted, and we're going to do it all for the next three hours here on Fox Sports Radio. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is FSR. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, Brady effing Quinn. Jonas, what a weekend of football, man. This has been so much fun to watch. 
we've got our final head coaching vacancy filled. Um, it's been filled, and I'm not talking about you know what our normal conversations this early into a show. Okay, but the Browns, right. it, it's it's filled, and it we got to talk about that at some point. Sure. But Kansas City today, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone can beat them. Maybe the Titans though, because we keep thinking that you know they are not going to be able to win and continue to do what they've been doing. But so far though, Green Bay looking like maybe that other team out of the NFC that I would say I feel most confident in. Yeah, they uh, Green Bay looks very good right now. So let's start with the big game that is currently going on, where right now the Raptors have an eighty-seven, eighty-three lead over the Spurs. Uh, and now your thoughts on uh, so far in that game uh, for San Antonio? How have they looked? Yeah, so I'll say this much about the Raptors, though. So Kevin Stefanski's dad, Ed Stefanski, longtime uh, uh, general manager and executive within the NBA, uh, at one point was actually in the front office of the Toronto Raptors. Good. So there's well your done. connection well to uh, Kevin Stefanski, now You're the new head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. That, that Those are my thoughts on yeah, the Raptors right. and, the, and the Spurs right uh, now. By the way, we will give you minute-by-minute uh, uh, minute updates of that Raptor-Spurs game Um on our last show, when we realize there won't be a future for this show, we'll go ahead and give you minute-by-minute minute updates on that. Uh, we'd like to keep our jobs, though. So let's talk about what's really important, not that boring NBA stuff. Uh, in a wild weekend of the National Football League, the Packers have a 14-3 lead, Brady Quinn. A uh, minute and a half left to go in the first half. Green Bay with an opportunity third and goal here. This is a huge play for uh, the Packers and for the Seahawks, for that matter, because if they go down 21-3, we might have a little bit of an issue. That's a wrap. Uh, if, if you look at the, the Seahawks, do they have the opportunity to come back because of Wilson, because of Metcalf and Lockett? Sure. But I can't see the Seattle Seahawks defense stopping this Green Bay Packers offense the way they've looked so far in the first half. It's a more balanced attack. And, and there's no one as good as Aaron Rodgers at taking calculated risks or, or calculated shots. You know, when they're down in games and they got to come back, he will take those shots. He'll make those plays downfield. But he's the type of quarterback that just, when they're up, it's seldom. I mean, I can't think of the last game you could make the case that they just blew it and gave it away. Uh, I think it, the the one game I can think of in the back of my At mind. Seattle in the playoffs? Seattle in the playoffs. Yeah. But that was in their house. And I don't think there wasn't any, it wasn't anything to do with Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. It was more of what transpired from some of the other guys not executing their part of it, which is really what it's all about. It's not all about just the quarterbacks, even though we usually give them the, the you know the most praise or the most blame. Uh, so the uh, touchdown run by Aaron Jones, another one for Jones, and the Packers now have that twenty-one-three lead, as we just mentioned. Uh, you know, you know what's great about this, though. Like this is my favorite part about this, and and maybe I'm just being spiteful, but you tell me, is this me being spiteful? I love that the Packers just scored right after Steve DeSager's update, so he couldn't deliver the news and we could. How's that feel, pal? How's that feel? I love it. Sticking it to Steve. Matters, that's, a, that's a new segment on the show. Sticking it to Steve for all the bad-mouthing he gave Live Bet Jesus after another victorious performance last week. I love it. What do you mean another? It was his first in, I think, over a month and a half. <laughs> You're only as good as your last pick. How is it well, that you were sticking up so much for Live Bet Loser? It's <laughs> What's the connection there? Uh, it's called Loyalty, Steve. Oh, okay. Yeah. The LBL, the Live Bet it, Loser. Steve. It's called Loyalty. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, the Packers do have the lead. A minute and a half to go. Uh, approaching half time and I believe did Green Bay get the ball to start this game 
I've seen uh, so much football that I can't even. Uh, uh, let's go live to our. I'm wearing a Martinez Green Bay Packer jersey because I'm a fanboy. <laughs> although I do bipartisan radio, uh, lead to lap for the latest. Brady's Lee? favorite jersey. Yes, the Packers did start with the ball to start the game hmm. and scored on the first drive. Yeah. So uh, so the Packers got the ball first. So oh, that's right. They had that fire play design. Uh, oh my goodness. I, I literally I couldn't stand up. I couldn't stand up after that first touchdown pass by the Packers. That play design was oh, it was amazing. It, well, it, 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 oh, oh, it, it, it was unbelievable. I'll, I'll put that it that way. That okay? sounded really inappropriate. Jesus I, I can't help it. I, I love football. Okay. Yeah. And, and 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 how oftentimes do you see two wide receivers where they cross each other, right? And, and they make it look like they're going to have like a little switch route. Yep. And they throw to the guy at the Agreed. outside. The Packers. They they actually faked they they faked like they were going to, and Adams just stayed on the outside, and both DBs didn't know what hit them. They uh, literally spun around and were shocked that that just happened. Uh, here's here's what I, I want to throw to you because I actually thought about this. Like, just think, even after this weekend, there is somebody somewhere on planet Earth who just doesn't watch football. Like, who is that person? Like, what what like what is your major malfunction? I would love to have a sit down with them and say, why don't you watch football? Like, give me one legitimate reason why you wouldn't be into any of these games this past weekend. I, it, it, that is a language they don't I can't speak. It. They don't understand. They haven't been introduced to it. They don't understand it. I'm telling you, going back to the trip that we took in 2010 uh, back to, to London and meeting some of the international fan base, they loved it once they understood the strategy behind it. They loved the physicality. They they loved the big plays and all that and how massive these guys were and just everything else that comes along with it. Um, they loved that part of the sport, especially the scoring, compared to soccer where, again, you're lucky if you get a goal or two in a game. They loved all that. But the problem is it was so foreign to them. You know, They're sitting there asking themselves, well, why do you just run it up the middle in one play and then drop back and throw it 60 yards downfield the next play? Like, what, what, how does that make sense? And so you try to explain it to them. And I think after the fact, they started to realize that, like, each little play was its own little battle in this big war. And, you know, they, they kind of could relate to that a little bit more. And they're like, actually, I think, I think I like this. I, I think I like this sport uh, more so now that I have a better understanding of it. Let me ask you this. Who's a worse person? All right, and and this is, and you're really good at, at being able to identify this. Um, and and I don't like to go extreme uh, here on Sports Talk Radio. It's not my thing. Um, who's a who's a worse person? Somebody who doesn't watch football or Ted Bundy? It's close. Yeah. Uh, did Agreed. Ted Bundy play football? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, he, I mean, no, it it would be things. Ted Bundy by okay. um, by a pretty sizable margin. Okay. Actually. All right. So yeah. so at least we've established that. So football versus uh, non football watchers versus Ted Bundy. At least you can feel better about that because how you're not entertained by any of these games, I have no idea. Uh, also, has Marshawn Lynch gained a yard since being acquired by the Seahawks? Yes. Just, okay. Yes. In fact, last week I believe he gained seven. Five yards. Something like that. Seven. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what were the incentives in his contract? Uh, if you get us a first Skittles, down, you get ten thousand dollars. Mostly Skittles. <laughs> Yeah. Um, look, I, they're, they were compromised coming into this. They've been really, really good on the road all season long. But if you look back at some of their wins throughout the course of the season, they've been they've been skating by teams. It hasn't yeah. been like they've been blowing teams out. So you can you can make the argument that they are somewhat overrated heading into this game and having to go on the road again was a tall task. But I think people gave them a legitimate shot because Russell Wilson's the quarterback and we've seen him on this stage before. And Aaron Rodgers, look, I mean, you could say at the end of his career, 
If he only finishes with the one Super Bowl, people might look at that as a little bit of a disappointment. I personally don't. I think it's a lot more difficult than that, even in the Tom Brady era. But Aaron Rodgers hasn't exactly been as successful of a postseason quarterback as even Russell Wilson has. Well, some people will tell you, Jonas, it's only about wins and losses, right? Yeah. Like sports are sports are simple. It's just about menu. wins and losses. Uh, you, okay, you want it. You want the Rob Parker? I'll give you the Rob Parker, okay? <laughs> put put a coin in and, uh, and, and wind it up. Here we go. It's, well, I've been saying this for years sports is a short menu it's all about wins and losses period and, and i think you're not doing football justice because in my opinion it is the best of, of all the sports out there and it does take a complete team to win and especially to win a super bowl dan marina is a hall of fame quarterback people will largely tell you almost 40 years after the fact that he is the standard when you're identifying quarterbacks in the Agreed. draft and looking at their motion and all Agreed. that, never won a Super Bowl. No, and got to so, one early in his career, and then right. I think and we, didn't win it. Yeah, and, and and look, you could you could talk about plenty of other teams. Like I ask guys this all the time, even guys who've won Super Bowls, and say, "You tell me what's more difficult, winning one or going to four in a row and losing like the Buffalo Bills." And everyone always comes away and goes, going to four in a row. I <laughs> like that's it, it's it's absurd when you think about it. I, I actually think there's an argument to be made that that Bills team is a is a by the way, they just went to halftime. Twenty one three is the score. Uh Green Bay with the lead over Seattle. I've I've always thought that you can make a legitimate argument that that Bills team was a dynasty. I'm serious. No, there's no doubt. There's I, no doubt. I like I I don't think you can take that away from them at all, unfortunately. No. It just never worked out where they could win that one game. And it goes to show you how hard it can be. But but to your question, to your point, you know, would it be a disappointment? I'm sure people would look at his talent. And when you step back, you'd go, yeah, he probably should have won more. However, I do think the NFC is a tougher path than the AFC. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to the Patriots. It's just the truth. The AFC East has been abysmal. And the Patriots are a part of making those other teams look like that. But at the same time, those organizations are a mess compared to what you have to get through in the NFC to get to a Super Bowl. So that's part of it. Ted Thompson didn't do him any favors in free agency. He didn't help build the team through that. It was all through the draft. And, you know, outside of that, like, he's had some injuries, too. Like, let's be honest. Like, there's been some injuries that have played a factor in his career and what it's looked like. So, uh, will he win more? Like, I, I definitely think he'll win one before it's all said and done. And he'll end up probably with two. But there's no doubt he's a future Hall of Famer. I mean, he's one of the greatest talents we've ever seen at this position. Yeah, and, and you've talked about that before. Just amongst quarterbacks, when you guys sit around and you're talking, as somebody who knows the position, knows how difficult it is, where does he stack up amongst talent, arm uh, ability like who's in that rarefied air of like top three top five quarterbacks as far as ability goes of all time oh Rodgers is probably you know two I mean he, he, he might be one right now Mahomes will probably be or will surpass him or is right there too Marino's in that conversation as far as his overall arm talent and all that I mean when you start encompassing like what we're talking about from you know playing the quarterback position playing from the pocket and all that uh, Rodgers is as good as it's ever been at this, at, you know, at, at any era, no matter what you want to compare it to. The throws he makes, the way he flicks the football around, and all that, uh, you could you could make a case that talent wise, he may be the the best we've ever seen. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, so again, they're at the half. Uh, the Packers up 21-3 over the Seattle Seahawks. We will have you covered on that game throughout the course of the show. But coming up next. Um, I We are still trying to digest what the hell we watched earlier today and why it could be bad news in the future for several teams. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR. 
epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. About damn time. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's been months of the crap that's been fed to your ears. Finally, a decent song. Is this on, on the soundtrack show. of Wild Things? What is I this from? Know. It's Deftones. You didn't know that, yeah, though. No, no, no. I know Deftones. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to think what album it's off of. By like, the way, what, what soundtrack? Uh, Deftones has got a good IPA. It's from okay. the, uh, from the yeah. Belching Beaver Company. It's yeah, called, that uh, sounds... Sounds fantastic. <laughs> you know, you know what's actually just plummeting right now. What business is really struggling? What's that? The IPA business. Yeah, I'm telling course. you, man. Hard seltzer. You've been yeah. watching it all weekend. All, right. all these advertisements yeah. from Bud Light Absolutely. with their seltzer. There you go. Basically telling people, look, even if you don't like Bud Light, who cares? We've yeah. got hard seltzer. Yeah. come drink that. That's L propaganda, man. There you go. Falling victim saying, again, man. being hijacked again. I'm by just that saying, propaganda. you better you better jump on the bandwagon. Uh, he's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady just learned who uh, Deftones was here on the air, so uh, you learn something new false. every day uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so Brady Quinn. Um, here from these Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, so we are going to get to whatever the hell that was earlier today in Kansas City. But we did have uh, a little bit of breaking news here. Uh, during the break, as they went to halftime uh, on Fox between the Packers and the Seahawks, Green Bay with a 21-3 to lead. During halftime, there was a major announcement made at the NFL on Fox studios 
Uh, here's how it sounded. Well, a dominant first half by the Packers as we welcome you to the Visa Halftime. We've got a full house here on the football yes. field, but there's always room for one surprise guest, especially when it's this man coming in right now from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, oh, David Baker, the president. Good, good to see you, Kurt. How are you? Good to see you. How are you doing, sir? Good. Hall of Famer. Great to see you. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Coach, on behalf of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and all those fans that are watching, and all of us who love this game. I'm never supposed to see you do this. <laughs> Thank you, Coach, for all you've done for the game. Thank you for all you're going to do for the game. Thank you for the history that you've made and the lives that you've impacted. Thank you. It's my great honor to tell you that you're going to be the 328th Hall yes. of Famer into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And your legacy is going to be in Canton, Ohio forever. Congratulations, Coach. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, great. Hey, Bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. Congratulations. Uh, so that was uh, courtesy of Fox. Jimmy Johnson, now a Hall of Famer, um, uh, pro football Hall of Famer. So and and well deserved. And, and, it took way yeah, too long. rightfully so. Man. Yeah, took rightfully way so. Way too long. Went two Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys back in what the early nineties. Really, kind of date that back to their last success. Um, so it's, it's taken way too long. What a star-studded cast, by the way. When David Baker walks out there, he's like, "Yeah, I've, I've done this before with this group a, a number of times now." <laughs> he looks at everyone who was on that set. But you know what's cool is seeing the emotions uh, from Jimmy Johnson because uh, I mean, maybe people understand this, but. I don't know if they can quite have the perspective of the sacrifice that coaches make, um, and 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 re- you know players and coaches, but but coaches in particular because they do it for such a long period of time. Right, those guys are really basically giving up, you know, raising their kids many a times to to raise others. Right, I mean that, that's what you take on as a coach. Your team ends up being kind of that that foster family that you adopt uh, a bunch of young men that you know. And I don't care if they're you know twenty five, thirty years old. There's there's still development there. There's still some things that you're trying to teach them and help them out in life. So um, you can see with the emotions, you know, understanding what it means because of the sacrifice and everything that he'd given into the game, um, and, and and just everything he'd given up. I think in order to accomplish the success that he did, like all those things, you could see just kind of in that moment, him and. Bill Cower, if you were watching the game earlier today when David Baker was able yeah. to um, talk to him about it. So it, it, it's pretty special to see the emotions that come along with it. Yeah, and that was one of the things I thought, yes, and it was yesterday, Bill Cower was announced to Hall of Famer, and I thought, because uh, I was doing the show with Bucky Brooks, uh, we're, listen, we're just we're just radio show partners, it's nothing more, so I don't want you to get all all upset about no, that. No, I love Bucky. Okay, yeah, that's great. Sure. Yeah, just, yeah, just so you know, it's, it's not what you think. Um, but while we were doing the show, we thought, well... How did Bill Cower get in before Jimmy Johnson? Like, if, if you just look at at Johnson's track record, right. um, and and the fact that, by the way, the fact that Bill Cower got in, I think that speaks good news for a guy like Mike Tomlin, who's got the yep. same credentials. He right. went to a Super Bowl, lost another one. So I, I was happy to see both those guys get in, especially Jimmy Johnson, just because I couldn't believe that it took this long. He had a nine and four career record uh, in the in the postseason because people forget when he went to Miami and was coach of the Dolphins, they never had a losing season. No, so. <laughs> Just an awesome, an awesome career for Jimmy Johnson. Then you go back to what he did in college. I mean, he's just a fantastic coach, and he got out. He's done great in broadcasting. And you mentioned the sacrifice coaches make. Like, a coach's schedule in the NFL during the week, I mean, how many hours are they at the office? If we were to go Monday through well, Sunday, for, what does for, it look forget like? Forget the NFL. Forget, I mean, really college, too. 
right? I mean, you, when you look at both levels, what he did, because he had success at both. He really brought the U to be what we really recall, remember as the U. Damn straight he did. So um, that that's the U that I remember. You know, the Cowboys that I remember are, are the Jimmy Johnson Cowboys. Same thing with the U. So, um, you know, when you think back on the success that he had or that he's had, you know, all the time spent like because in college you're recruiting too. You know, it's not like you're not game planning a bunch as well. But anytime you're not, you're recruiting. So in the NFL, you can spend more time doing that stuff, and maybe you're evaluating your opponent opponent a little bit more. Um, there's still a fair amount being done on both sides, and so it's just, it's really the sacrifice he's just he's made the entire time. Uh, and no one knows that more than him. But maybe that's one of the reasons too why you go ahead and you get into uh, the world of broadcasting. It's a little bit easier schedule than what he was dealing with as a coach. Because they'll show like you'll see uh, Bill Par- uh, like Bill um, uh, Belichick. Well, God, the guy's been out of the playoffs six days, and I'm already forgetting his name. Uh, Bill Belichick, you'll see him in his schedule, and they're getting there at like 5 in the morning. Uh, they're watching tape, and that's hours and hours before anybody shows up in the building. They're staying after practice to go over tape. It's constant. I, and you just wonder, during football season, the family that they do have realizes, yeah, he's just not going to be around during football season. Like I think I'm exhausted during football season just because of how many games and all the intake, and your schedule is even more brutal because you're traveling cross-country and doing all that. Imagine a coach. It's a seven day a week job. And to your point, there really is no off season anymore. You can get away for a little bit, but you've already got to start thinking about next season. And especially with what's on the line and how short these coaching uh, lifetimes are for a lot of these guys, one and done in some cases, two or three years and done in others. And and what a hot commodity it is. It's a a, a real sacrifice, not only for them, but their entire family and what they give up. Just the schedule, the routine. It's crazy. Just a crazy. It's kind of weird to think about what could have been too with the Cowboys, and and it, it was like toward, yeah, towards the end of the success. You know, Jimmy Johnson and I think Steve or uh, Jerry Jones were kind of starting to butt heads. Yes, um, and and you kind of wonder like, all right, like what could have this been uh, had he been able to remain the Dallas Cowboys head coach? It'd be interesting to think about that because you see him on TV; he's still as sharp as you know as there is. He's a great storyteller. That's what makes him so entertaining. But um, you kind of wonder like. Would he have still been the Cowboys coach, and would they have kind of suffered through this lull that we've seen since they had some success? Players were pissed. Michael Irvin, they should, there's a, a, a video that I still remember of Michael Irvin when he found out that Jimmy Johnson was was stepping away. They were pissed. Like they were furious because they realized, man, we had an opportunity to do even more. Like they they felt like there was stuff left on the table. Like think about it. This like like what are we talking about? If if Jimmy Johnson stays head coach. Did the 49ers win that Super Bowl? Does Steve Young get that Super Bowl that, in essence, put him in the Hall of Fame? Like, are they a different team with Jimmy Johnson as opposed to Barry Switzer as the coach? I, I just think it would have been a game changer for the 90s, and I think maybe Jimmy Johnson would have gotten in years and years ago, maybe a first ballot guy. It is odd to think about what took them so long. Now, granted, there's obviously a ton of worthy candidates. I mean, this is about as exclusive of a, of a club as, as you get uh, in all professional sports. It's not like the NBA where, like, basically everyone gets it at some point. Um, it's a much more selective group. And this year they opened it up more. Um, but, you know, it, it is interesting to think how history could have been different. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of think about just watching the playoff games this weekend, and, and I was thinking about what if – New England would have won Week 17 versus Miami. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, th- think about that. Like, think about the trickle down effect of what that would have meant for the Tennessee Titans, right? Because now you would have had New England ended up playing 
uh, at home. They would have had the bye, and it would have been Kansas City playing last weekend. And you know, w- would would the Tennessee Titans even still be here? Yeah. Would they be playing the AFC Championship game? It's a legitimate question. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, coming up next, uh, we will get into uh, one of just a bizarre scene that took place in the NFL earlier today. That's next year on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, including what is happening at Lambeau Field to start the second half, and the man to bring it to you is none other than the great Steve DeSager. And a good evening to you. And the Packers are still leading by a 21-3 count over Seattle, about 11 minutes to go in the third. I'm glad you brought up Mike Tomlin's name. We talked about this on last night's show, that those two resumes, Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin with the Steelers, are incredibly similar, yeah. near identical in most everything. And in fact, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, unlike Cowher, and has a better winning percentage at this point. So that was the first comment from someone in the hallway yesterday during the Cowher announcement, which was just a as emotional and just as great TV. I mean, they did this on purpose, but the comment of the hallway yesterday is, well, I guess that means Mike Tomlin's going to get one day. Uh, I I don't think you have to be negative about it, Steve. I'm just saying that this seems like an obvious thing. Brady's comment about there are people backed up that are worthy coaches that, you know, like Jimmy Johnson. Keep in mind, this is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He had only nine years as a pro coach, but two Super Bowl titles. Yeah. Tom Flores had nine years with the Raiders and two Super Bowl titles, and he's been waiting for years. And, in fact, had a better winning percentage with the Raiders than Jimmy Johnson. Is Flores being punished because he was with a bad Seattle team at the end of his career? Nobody was winning with Seattle in the 90s. There are still people to come down the pike in the, just the head coaching category. This has nothing to do with players. They haven't gotten in. As for this game in Green Bay, and there's an injury timeout at the moment, 10 and a half minutes to go, third quarter. Packers leading 21-3 in the divisional playoff game against the Seahawks. Aaron Rodgers with one touchdown pass. Aaron Jones with two one-yard TD runs in the second quarter. San Francisco will be hosting the NFC title game on Fox TV next Sunday, also at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Kansas City advanced 51-31 over Houston. The Chiefs trailed 24-0 in the second quarter and then scored TD on seven straight drives. Travis Kelsey, 10 receptions, 134 yards, three touchdowns. KC will be hosting the AFC title game next Sunday against Tennessee, 3 p.m. Eastern time. The Browns' new head coach is Kevin Stefanski, who was an assistant in Minnesota. The Broncos fired offensive coordinator Rich Scandrella, likely to be replaced in Denver by Pat Shermer, according to NFL Network. The Giants' new defensive coordinator is Patrick Graham from the Dolphins. Miami is expected to promote Josh Boyer. In the NBA, Kyrie Irving finally return playing in a win at Brooklyn tonight 108-86 over Atlanta he had 21 points Irving had missed nearly two months with a shoulder injury New York upset Miami Utah won its ninth straight winning at Washington and guys in case people are wondering why are we getting these coaching announcements and why is this Hall of Fame class so big for pro football in Canton it's because it's the 100th anniversary of the NFL and so their class of 2020 will have 20 members we're going to get the usual five that get announced the night before the Super Bowl when the selection committee meets but we found out about the two head coaches in this big class this weekend and Wednesday morning we'll find out the rest of this 15 person centennial slate as they call it 10 senior players still to come three contributors still to come going into the hall that is someone other than coach or player back to you 
Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, I don't know if you just saw this, Brady. Uh, Normally, uh, this is like an hour two occurrence, but Live Bet Jesus has sent a tweet. So I'm assuming that means. Oh, has he? Yeah, I'm okay. assuming that means we're going to get a, an early. Is that, was he not drunk today? Is that is that the thing he has been drinking and having a little Sunday fun day with that earlier matchup? I mean, I, I don't really think you know his personal issues need to be brought up like that. I, I don't think that okay. that's that's important to the uh, to the story here. Uh, I mean, he's not. You, you, you treat him like uh, he's an alcoholic. It's not the case. Uh, but he is he is set to make an appearance. I'm assuming here coming up uh, in about mm. 15 minutes from now. Here, people uh, on should Fox definitely Sports stick Radio. around for that. <laughs> By the way, hey, a uh, little trivia. Can I, can I get a little trivia? quick or uh, yeah do we have any a game show trivia game mm. show music on the spot from one brady quinn here on fox sports radio this is always fun impromptu trivia from uh from brady quinn go. himself here we go all right here, here we, we go. go it's uh it's right, it's coming around it's right, uh, any any music all right here we go oh perfect okay. that'll that's actually pretty classy okay yeah. good all right so we're just talking about our you know our buddy jimmy johnson now a um you know he's in the pro football hall of fame Tell me this much, all right? Which happened first for Jimmy Johnson, being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame or the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor? Wow, I don't think that he's in the cow. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's not. He's not in the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. Yeah, of think about he that. He brought them two Super Bowls, and the rift between him and Jerry Jones was so bad that he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And we think they've waited, they waited a while, which I would agree they they have. But he's not even in the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor. Well, at least Jerry Jones is not petty or anything. You know, there's you know, everything's all good here. No bad blood or anything. You know, you know if I'm Jerry Jones, just just to be a, a pain in the ass, I would put Barry Switzer in. In fact, I would announce that right now. I would announce it right now on social media that Barry Switzer is going in uh, to the Cowboys Ring of Honor. I mean, if he really wants to be petty, let's take a let's take a shot at that. Uh, by the way, Brady Quinn, I don't know if uh, you just saw this, but uh, man. Terrible luck for Steve DeSager again. I mean, Steve DeSager, who stalled yeah. on his update, yeah. wanting to give that score update uh, in Seattle as the Seahawks were approaching the goal line. But it is me yet again who will, who will rip the thunder out of Steve DeSager's cold, heartless hands here on Fox Sports Radio. I can't wait to give you this news. Step aside, Steve. Let me show you how the uh, professionals do it here uh, as I will get all the glory here on Fox Sports Radio. Marshawn Lynch with a one. Your no, touchdown you run. Seahawks are on the board. Damn it. That way, Steve, what a step in there and steal his thunder. Damn it. I just Love got it. I just got Leon Leaded. Unbelievable. And by the way, that doesn't Marshawn answer the Lynch. question that you had earlier about Lynch. Yes, he gained a yard. That is. I was just gonna say he gained a yard and it was did. absolutely an important yard because it was a touchdown. Yes. Uh, Seahawks kind of back in this game. It's kind of a ne- pretty big drive, I would say, the next drive for the yeah, Packers. Absolutely. Uh by the way, uh, we do have uh, Jerry Jones uh has been reached for comment on Jimmy Johnson getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, here was Jerry Jones moment ago. Moments ago. I am a monkey fan. Okay. Not really sure uh, how that applies, Jerry. Uh, more I want from, me some glory. Hope. Okay. That's enough from Jerry Jones. He's, he's clearly uh, gotten into the moonshine here on a Sunday uh, and watching the, uh, the Packers and the Seahawks. So we will get to uh, Jerry Jones later on uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure and come out and visit my mother. Okay. That's, uh, I, what I, is I, happening I right now? I have no idea I mean, what's Jerry happening. Jerry is just, uh, you think he's beside himself I, I, with this, I don't know. this news? I don't know. Apparently it's, uh, it's a, uh, a flask Sunday uh, where Jerry's at and he's walking around with one. <laughs> well, I see so what I you did there. I appreciate what <laughs> 
see what you did there. San Antonio. Okay, good for you, Jerry. Uh, All right, so Brady Quinn, uh, I've got just a real easy question for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay. The hell was that that we watched in Kansas City earlier today? It was uh, 60 minutes of awesomeness, okay? I'll just put it that way. I'm exhausted from watching that game. How many people soiled themselves uh, (laughs) after that first quarter? Like, how many people had bet the Chiefs, felt really confident about laying the 9.5, 10 points, depending on what book you were looking at, Yeah, and uh, and then absolutely soiled themselves after watching them puke in the first quarter of that game? How many people saw that the live betting line on the Chiefs when they were down by all those points on the money line to win the game was plus? 300 and didn't bet it <laughs> didn't bet it because they're an idiot how many people did that like i did you know those sorts of people would be called losers yeah okay? i agree losers i is totally what we agree call them. yeah totally oh, agree man. getting oh, married boy. getting married could have yeah. used the cash but unfortunately <laughs> i didn't pull the trigger on that and uh and and thus we have um yeah houston Look, people can point to well, they didn't. They uh, you know just went for the field goal when they were up twenty-one yeah. nothing. They really that was the difference, the man. Yeah. If they would have went for the Get fourth down, they would have got it, and then went for the Get touchdown. It would have changed the momentum. No. It's like, come on, dude. That defense and that secondary had no answers for Patrick Mahomes. They had no, no. answers, and and even when they were down. It was ugly, and you could hear people in Kansas City like the the air leave their bodies as as Houston continued to score. But just the idea that you thought that defense was going to be able to slow Patrick Mahomes down in that second half, you're insane. Or even in the first half, for that matter. Yeah, I was going to say the second quarter. He threw four touchdown passes. It just completely erased any lead they had. It was ridiculous. I think um, even if Baltimore advanced, I think Kansas City would have beaten them. I think they're the most under dude, the I've said this the whole time. They're yep. my Super Bowl pick. Yep. I think it's going to be Kansas City, Green Bay. I think Kansas City's going to win it. I, I just I don't foresee anyone stopping that offense. They had seven consecutive touchdowns. Jonas, they had so many touchdowns, they ran out of fireworks at the stadium. <laughs> They ran out of fireworks. They apologized to the fans at Arrowhead because they had so they had run out of fireworks at that point in time with all those touchdowns. Like they basically did them a favor by stopped scoring at the end of the game so that they didn't make, you know, the, the additional complaints or whatever else from people coming out from Arrowhead with not having more fireworks, blaming the Hunt family for being cheap. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I actually, but I, but I think that, you know, the, the real story in that game um, is, is what a, what a job. Eric Bieniemy did calling plays. I really think that's that's the story oh, that we here, here we go. Here we go. You know, look, should the guy get an opportunity to be a head coach in the league? Yes, he's interviewed. He's interviewed. And I do think he'll be a head coach. He didn't get a job this time around. He will eventually. Here's the truth. You don't call, he doesn't call the plays. Andy Reid calls the plays on this oh, team on offense. Man. So he's got the title. He's got a little pay bump because of the title. But let's stop freaking out because Eric Bieniemy isn't a head coach in the NFL right now. Okay, like can we can we all calm down? Like like maybe. By the way, maybe it's a good thing he's not going to be the next head coach for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, no kidding. By the way, even though I advocated for it because I like him and I think he'd be a good head coach there, maybe it's a good thing because uh, Cleveland's track record. Not sure if you've seen it lately with uh, Jimmy Haslam as the ownership. Uh, he's already fired two head coaches yeah, after has. one year. He sure has. And, and and no coach has lasted on average more than two years with Jimmy Haslam. 
So uh, let, let's let's just not go there. I, can, we, I, can we not go there? No, can we not I, go there with the like making comments about how like oh you know like he should get a job? No, he he's going to get a job when a team deems that he's their guy, and they just we haven't found that yet. Uh, I, I I agree, um, and that that's a you know we can have that conversation after the season when there's not. I just wanted to kind of wind you up a little bit here. It's it's what I it's what I like to do. It just uh, it just drives like me crazy up. because people try to make up these narratives. And, you know, look, it would help if he called plays. Like, I'll be honest with you. If Eric Bianni got offered a head coaching job in college, he should go take it so he can call plays there. Because, you know, what we've seen the past, you know, couple of uh, hiring rounds for, for head coaches in the NFL. They're willing to hire college head coaches. Matt Rule got a job. Cliff Kingsbury got a job. So if that job's out there for you, maybe you got to be more open to it and taking that job so you can you can come back up to the NFL and say, look, here's what I've done. So, you know, maybe he doesn't want to do that, and that's fine. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, people need to stop freaking out about all this, okay? Like, he's going to get a head coaching job. It's going to happen sooner than later. Uh, it, uh, let me just ask you this quickly before we get to break, because uh, we are all about the clock here on Fox Sports Radio, being broadcast professionals. Uh, some people don't care about the clock. Um, some people do, and that's us. We're the latter. Let me ask you this. Uh, should the Texans have gone for a fake punt with the game to where it was at, sitting at fourth and three or fourth and four, and what ultimately they got stopped gave the Chiefs great field position and the Chiefs went in and score? I'm not saying that cost them the game, but in retrospect, would you have done that in real time? <laughs> well, uh, I, I think if, if, if you were going to do that, then you should have went for the fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. Agreed. Right? Like, like my whole issue with the entire philosophy behind the fake punt was, I get it. You know, you got you got them in a position where you got Daniel Sorensen in a one-on-one spot in the open field. And you would hope your guy, you know, was it Justin Reed, I believe, their safety? He should be able to win that, right? Like, he should be the better athlete and be able to win that element of surprise. The problem was they ran that play too slow. Typically, when you're a punt team, you want to fake. You get out there, you line up quick, you snap it quick. They waited for a while because I don't think they were sure if they wanted to run it or not, or they were waiting for a specific look. That was one issue with it. And just the fact that like you kind of took your foot off of the accelerator by not going for the fourth down. And so it doesn't match... like. It doesn't match the same type of philosophy that you had early in their game, and then what you're doing with that punt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I think you got to keep the same philosophy on both sides of it, and say, look, we feel like we have to steal possessions, so we have to go for it on fourth down there instead of a field goal, and we went for a fake punt. Like that would match up. That would make sense. I wouldn't have had an issue. I had more of an issue with it after watching them kick a field goal instead of going for that fourth down. Uh, That's my only problem with it. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up next, uh, His Holiness is here. Live bet Jesus ready to line your... I'm taking the segment off. (laughs) Ready to line your pockets with playoff cash. Don't go anywhere because I may need a co-host for this next segment next year on FSR. Is this Nelly? No? All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up here about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, we will discuss the demise of what we were told was a great, great era of football on its way. We will have that for you here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, a little uh, Marilyn Manson for you here, Brady Quinn. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, I can't Didn't hear you remove this. a couple ribs? <laughs> yeah, I heard that story too. That's for yoga purposes, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. Yeah, Moving sure on. is. Uh, it's, uh, Was that a true story, you think? I don't I don't know. It's, I don't know. <laughs> 
A hell of a way to brush your teeth, I'll tell you that. Um, all right, so uh, uh, Brady Quinn, um, the uh, Packers <laughs> and the Seahawks have uh, are currently uh, oh, in the second half, uh, the third quarter winding down. Green Bay answered the score by the uh, Seattle Seahawks, went down a touchdown pass from uh, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, the Packers have a 28-10 lead. Seattle is driving inside the red zone, a crucial third and one here for the Seahawks, who are looking to try and get back in this game or else we're going to get out of hand here uh and russell wilson will pick up the first down and he is inside the 10 yard line for the seattle seahawks you know it's so funny that the game's at this point right about you know third quarter less than three minutes and you know the the seahawks are driving and and this is a point of our show where live bet jesus is going to try to make a bet and i think it's it's just it's crazy because You've got the Seahawks knocking on the door. There's going to be some sort of score that's going to take place in the next few moments, and it's going to drastically shift the live betting line, which I am sure live bet Jesus is paying attention to and is going to make a wager based on that. It's just, it feels a little cheap, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it feel like it's a little, like, I'm sure DeSager would chime in on this too. Like, this is what live bet Jesus or live bet losers. Yeah, that's the word cheap. It's cheap. Shenanigans. I mean, it's, it's, it's what he does to try to get wins, and I get it, but it just it feels kind of dirty to me, you know? And a touchdown Nobody catch for Tyler Luck. Oh my god, okay, everybody step aside. You you included Steve. All right, everybody step aside. Well, that's gonna change the uh, line then, won't I, it? I, yeah. I have no I have no idea. Might be a little bit I, too I, late to I, get I, that in. I don't I, I have know. No about idea. That. This is just I mean, this is um, all I'm all I'm doing is trying to find out what is this game actually even still on? The TVs are out in the studio. Uh, I can't seem to uh, there is nothing unbelievable. I can't see anything uh, except for a beaming light now shining down onto the desk, and there is a piece of paper falling onto the desk. There, there appears to be two pieces of paper uh, floating onto the desk here. Alright, so let me go Waiting ahead. for and, the line right, to change. And let, let me yeah, go ahead. Say, when is uh, when's this line change? Let me go ahead and just open it up here on Fox Sports Radio so you guys know we're on the up and up here on FSR. Hold on one second here. There's no paper yet. Sager's resume. Hold on. It's not that big. That's what she said. It's Bobo's complaint to Xbox. Hold on a second. That is that big. Let's lead the laps. Apology to the Dady flaked on the other night. Hold on. 28-17 Green Bay leads late third quarter. It's the wedding bill my fiance hasn't chipped in for. Hold on. Much larger than that. <laughs> it is tonight on the 12th of January 2020 that I live bet Jesus proclaim the pick to be the Seahawks plus 15 and a half. How about uh, that's that, not real. That's How not real. That? I'm seeing 10 and a half. <laughs> I'm you, seeing 10 and a half. Yeah. Well, then uh, uh, pull your pants up. Listen, guys, this is uh, <laughs> I am telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Plus that's 15 a and a half. That plus, is a lie. Plus 15 and a half is is the pick. And post, Brady, it, post it on Twitter. Brady, I got to tell you. I, my, Lucifer. On Twitter. I, okay. Th- that's this a is, lie. This is you an made outrage. That uh, plus 15 and a half. Uh, let's see how it plays out. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. We got live NFL action currently at Lambeau Field. We've also got a controversy on the show, and we've got the potential end of an era before it even started, and we've got it all here coming up in just a couple of moments on Fox Sports Radio. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in this program. We always appreciate it if you minute to your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears and shut your mouths for the great Brady Quinn. Yeah, well, let me just tell our listeners how much BS that was, that fake line live bet Jesus okay. threw out. All right. 15 and a half would have been before Seattle had scored the touchdown. All right. Just for all intents and purposes, let's realize that the touchdown had already been announced. Okay. okay. So that line had shifted to Seattle plus 10 and a half. So if you want to take the Seahawks, that's the line that live bet Jesus should be rolling with. Okay, so here here's the situation for those of you that are just tuning in. Um, I will fill in the audience that is just arriving because I care about you as individuals. Brady Quinn blows by you. Uh, to, to Brady Quinn, you're, you're homeless people asking for change. He has no interest in giving you any, and he just blows right by you. In fact, he, he would like to drive by you uh, into a puddle to splash you. I'm not that guy. Most people who listen are listening on the podcast. Okay, so. Well, let's just be honest. Okay, all right. I, I would disagree So it here. makes complete sense. Uh, 
I would disagree here from these uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I would vehemently disagree. But here's here's the controversy. Live Bet Jesus appeared uh, a short time ago, made a pick on the game. The current game is the Packers and the Seahawks. It is in Lambeau Field. It is on Fox. Green Bay has a 28-17 lead. Live Bet Jesus, or I, I simply read what was on the piece of paper which said, plus 15 and a half for the Seahawks. You and others are now disputing that, saying that it was actually 10 and a half. Now, no, no, we know for a fact it was actually 10 and a half. Okay. Because unfortunately, this this paper that you were talking about, it doesn't exist. I've been there. I've seen it for myself. It's a blank page that somehow updates with the internet. Okay. It's weird, but that's how it works. All right. So here's, here's the thing. Um, I, I, I please forgive me. Uh, I am I am not familiar with anything close to ten and a half unless you multiply it by four. Okay, but to the bet. Well, you're, t- you're definitely not okay, familiar with anything fifteen and a half then either. Uh, to, to, uh, but to the bet. Um, and and forget about you know the eleven toes. Uh, here's the situation. Uh, if you guys would like. Um, I, I feel like maybe I've got a little bit of veto power here on Fox Sports Radio. I, we, can, we can adjust the line, and we can make it 10.5 if you would feel more comfortable with that. Are, are you more- I actually think that's what it is. Okay. So let's right. not make up a, a live bet right. line that's not real. Okay. Let's go based off what the live bet line is. That's All ten right. and a half. So for the that is what you're taking if All you're right. taking Seattle. Okay. You, could also, you could always take Green Bay. All right. So, so no, here's the thing. Um, I don't want to go for the first time in the history of the show. We are going to adjust the live bet Jesus line that was sent down uh, from the sports book in the sky that said 15 and a half. But uh, uh, because majority rules on this show and I'm a fair person, uh, I I hope that live bet Jesus can forgive us. And instead, the betting line will be 10 and a half. All right. So 10 and a half for the Seattle Seahawks. They are getting 10 and a half points. They're currently down by 11. So as it stands right now, he is losing. All right, so 14 minutes left to go uh, in uh, Lambeau Field and uh, Seattle looking to uh, uh, to make a play down the field. And there's a completion to uh, Tyler Lockett uh, on a uh, on a false start and a free play. So there's that, Brady Quinn. You happy now? I, I am happy okay. because now we've actually got a real a real live bet line for our listeners that they could have okay. bet. Because here's the problem: when live bet Jesus is throwing that line out, people are probably trying to scour the internet to find where they could find that line. Like, where is it possible? It will. It was made up. Okay. It, it was where you didn't hit click on the re, you know refresh your page to actually see the live bet line. So unfortunately for our listeners, uh, you can act like you found that line somewhere. The reality is you made it up. So uh, now now we've given them some actual advice if they would like to bet alongside a live bet Jesus. But my advice would be fade him. I mean fade I, him hard. I mean I haven't heard this much talk about lines since the Dolphins' former offensive line coach. Uh, so this is this is interesting how this is all playing out. Well, those, those lines were gone too. They, yeah, they, they, they were they, they didn't exist were after a short amount of time. But, but how about that? Uh, you tune into Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn and I, the only show on the network that'll give you a snowblower joke to start hour two. Huh? How about that? That's, huh? right. That's, That's what we right. do. We'll, we'll tell you how you can ski in <laughs> South Florida. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right. So here's the uh, here's what, what uh, the conversation I want to have with you here, Brady Quinn. Baltimore Ravens lose to the Tennessee Titans. I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, I love Baltimore in that game. I actually thought Tennessee, not having any experience with that Baltimore offense this season, it was going to be a significant disadvantage. I was completely wrong. They got up in that game. They dismantled them in the turnover battle, and it really turned out to be a wipeout. And I still think people in Baltimore and people around the NFL are stunned with what they saw. What was your biggest takeaway from that Tennessee one over Baltimore? Uh, that the Titans looked a lot like 
the New England Patriots in that game. I mean, that, that was my biggest takeaway. For all the talk and the narratives out there that, you know, Belichick's disciples and they can't win or they haven't done a good job, look at Mike Vrabel. I mean, four and nine, four years in a row, excuse me, nine and seven, four years in a row. And this is finally the year where they've been able to kind of figure out the formula and have success. Because I don't think anyone would pick them as the sixth seed to have gone to Foxborough and beat the Patriots, to go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens. No. And now they're going to have to go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. If they can accomplish that, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm taking them to win the Super Bowl. Okay, like bottom line is I will figure out a way <laughs> of, of finding okay. a, a, a bet, a sport, something to, to bet on them because uh, it, it's that sort of season. But no, my, my, my takeaway was they continually play a, a style and, a, and, and a, the type of game plan where they're not going to beat themselves and they're going to capitalize off your mistakes. And if you look at how that game went, every single time there was a turnover um, or even a turnover of downs, the Titans turned that into points. All right. They took away. Now, granted, the Mark Ingram injury, I think, played a factor with him not being 100%. But they tried to take away a, a lot of those early on, at least, um, easy completions and force Lamar Jackson to have to be patient at times in the pocket and throw versus zone coverage. Going into the game, you know, he really was able to take advantage of teams that played a lot of man-to-man. The Titans usually played a lot of man-to-man. They didn't in this game because they knew they couldn't versus the quarterback run game. So uh, I just I thought that the Titans looked like the Patriots. And for the second week in a row, they beat their opponent at their own game. They ran the football better. They were the more physical team. And they were the team that capitalized off the opponent's mistakes. If Derrick Henry walked up to me at a bar and I was with my fiance and he said, uh, I'm taking her home. Not only would I allow him, I would give him everything that I had in my back pocket and front pocket at that time. Like, here's my wallet, my keys. Let me buy you a drink on the way out. And uh, we'll see you later. Sorry, babe. It's over. Like, he is a monster. I don't know. what he a did man's to, man. What he did to Earl Thomas, <laughs> like... He basically clowned him. Not only did he did he stiff arm him, but he turned him around and then stiffed arm him in the back. He looked like a bouncer at a cowboy bar. Like it was. It, it, it would be as big of a deal if Earl Thomas didn't have to say shot his mouth off. Yeah, shot yeah, his mouth off. Like, <laughs> when he starts talking about the New England Patriots turning down tackles versus Derrick Henry, <laughs> and then you get him in the open field, and you got him on an angle, and he just absolutely bitches you. It's like okay, well, that's that's kind of the end of that. Uh, like all right. Here's here's the the other thing I was thinking about. You remember back in the day there was a, a running back by the name slash fullback by the name of Craig Ironhead Hayward. You remember Ironhead Hayward? Uh, he of was course. Saints Falcons played for the Bears for a short time, but he was really known for his time with the Saints and the Falcons. And his son uh, Casey Hayward is currently in the NFL as well too. Well, Craig Ironhead Hayward was always considered the guy nobody wanted to tackle. Like like nobody wanted any part of of trying to uh, trying to approach uh, Ironhead Hayward in the hole. Like no one wanted to deal with it derrick henry is four inches taller and about the same weight and he's outrunning guys down the field he's a nightmare is is he the best running back in the nfl right now i would say he is the best running back right now and a lot of that has to do with his durability and the fact that he gets better as the game goes on and you know it's it's funny like this era of football now where there's less practice there's less padded practices um, it's almost like, I don't want to call this era of players like soft, but we're looking at the playoffs. We're looking at some of the best rushing teams. And those are the teams that are winning. 
like, like the teams that win in the trenches, the teams that win running the football, and, and all the you know all the fantasy people out there, and all the, like PFF and all those guys, they'll be like, no, you still got to throw to win. Of course you do, dude. But the, like these are teams though that I think make more of an effort than some of the other teams that just want to drop back and throw it around the field to run the football and actually control the game and have more balance. Those are the teams that are winning right now. Like that's what we're seeing. And so for that reason, I think Derrick Henry is. A, because he's like an old-school style player. He gets better as the game goes on. Everyone knows they're going to run the football, and they still can't stop him. He just figures out ways of getting additional yards and yards after contact, and especially when you look at the, the lack of production in the passing game. I mean, they really are one-dimensional right now. And that's not the, you know, you're, I'm not taking a shot at Ryan Tannehill in any way. Like, he, he did what he had to do. Like, yeah. he's been executing the game plan. At some point, though, either via the Chiefs putting up a bunch of points and getting up... 21 nothing, 28 nothing, and all of a sudden Tennessee has to actually start throwing the football to get back into it. I mean, at some point, someone's going to force them where they have to throw the football more than they really want to or, or they have the past two weeks. As a quarterback, would you rather have a great rushing attack or a great group of wide receivers? Oh, rushing attack, man. Because you can scheme up ways of getting wide receivers open. Now, this obviously, you know, if you have wide receivers you can't catch, that, that's a different story. But you can you can utilize bunches and stacks and motion and different things formationally to help get guys space and then help to you know get, you know and then obviously if you have a running attack you're not going to put yourselves in situations where you really need them to, to have to stretch the field vertically or make ridiculous plays right you can you can scheme some stuff up to help out with that in the play action pass game so you would always say a running game I, I thought you were going to ask me if you'd rather have a lights out defense. Or a rushing attack like that that takes pressure off of you. Because either way, you know, you're looking at two things that take pressure off oh, of you. Oh, a rushing attack. Like, if yeah. g- well, give, me a, give me a middle-of-the-road defense and the best rushing attack in the league. If I'm a quarterback, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take my chances. No, I, I think you can make a case for both. But, you know, for Ryan Tannehill, look, he, he's been phenomenal this year. But they just haven't really asked him to do much since he's gotten into the playoffs. And I think the things that he has done well – people haven't really noticed quite as much. Like him taking off and running and picking up first downs yeah. or rushing for a touchdown. Those little things, you know, force their next opponent, in this case the Chiefs, to have to worry about him now in the red zone, to have to worry about him on third down, and that opens things up for other guys. And and look, you say whatever you want about the numbers and the passing yards aren't there. When he does go downfield, he's pretty good at it, man. He's been pretty good at it all season long. Uh, there was a bit long touchdown pass in that game against the Ravens last night. So yeah, to Raymond. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, now I, I do want to mention, uh, so Marlon Humphrey of the Baltimore Ravens, uh, always about positivity, you know, and always trying to find the bright side of things uh, when it comes to his own football team uh, who lost at home as a number one seed to the six seed Tennessee Titans. So here's a very positive and a very upbeat Marlon Humphrey after his Ravens loss this Ravens team you know we've been here two years in a row and we've lost so I think you know you know you got to look yourself in the mirror and I think it's this team right now is identity is get the playoffs and choke and just you know it is what it is that's just the the hard truth I mean, you know, at least he's honest about it. You know, that, that's one that approach. Is, <laughs> that is uh, the realest, realest response I've ever heard from an athlete after a game. I love um, it. You know, the, the problem with that game was I do think you had two parties looking at how it went. And I think when you look at how the Ravens came out and played, they looked rusty. They looked out of sync. Uh, Lamar Jackson was off. I'll, I'll say this much. Their players weren't put in a position to win. Like, I just, I felt like watching their defense, Don Martindale got away from being as aggressive as he usually is. 
their defensive coordinator. Maybe that was because they were worried about creating running lanes for Derrick Henry because he was running well. Lamar Jackson threw the football on first and 10 more than I've ever seen before. Do you know they had 22 second and 10s in that game? Second and 10 or more. So just think about this. You know what league only plays with three downs in the game of football? The Canadian Football League. I love the okay? Canadian. Come on, man. You, the, you know my The Canadian, Canadian Football League is amazing. Okay, I, I love football, all forms of yes. it. Yes. But one of the biggest differences, and, and I, I remember talking to a quarterback who went up there and played. He goes, "Well, yeah, you throw it more because you basically realize that you start at second down. You know, you have two downs you to get a first down, otherwise you're punting. You have to." And I said, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." It's and like, it's like starting with two strikes in baseball. Like, of course, I'm going to swing. What am I yeah, supposed to do? You have to swing, right? Like, like that's what you're given. Um, so imagine this. Imagine you were a team that has a quarterback who's rushed for more yards than we've ever seen in a single season by a quarterback in the NFL history. And, and, but, and also can throw effectively, but really, really is a true dual threat, right? Imagine putting him in the position where you are donating your first down, right? You're donating first and tens to your opponent. <laughs> and so you can line up at sex, second and ten or more 22 times in the game. Just think about that. It's, it's absurd. So I thought Greg Roman put Lamar Jackson in a, in that offense in a terrible position and he didn't get help, you know, when Mark Andrews or Willie Sneed or any of their other wide receivers or, or receivers in general needed to make catches. They didn't make catches. Ingram wasn't a hundred percent. That played a factor. Hayden too. Hurst had a big drop. Hayden. Yeah. For you he, live he's right there too. But, and I, look, I'll say this. Drell Casey, a man among boys out there. Yeah. Their D tack for the Titans. Two sacks in that game. He was huge. And also Simmons. And give John Robinson and Mike Vrabel credit. People were worried about the injury history with him and drafting him. They're nine and two since he's been in their starting lineup. Like he's been a big time difference maker. Even though he doesn't get a lot of credit in the box score, like he allows Rashawn Evans to fly around and make plays. So I just I thought whether or not Marlon Humphrey wants to take that approach, he can say there. They you know, talked about choking. I just feel like they were not put in a position to win based on the coaching staff. And that's surprising because Greg Roman was like one of the hot head coaching candidates potentially for some of these vacancies. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, one team has made an interesting decision in the National Football League, but it impacts multiple other people. Find out who we're talking about next year on FSR. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Oh, man, what a night, Brady Quinn. How about that? Little Deftones, Marilyn Manson, Corn. This is like uh, all your, uh, you know, power clean and deadlift <laughs> This is your greatest hits album, isn't it? Uh, this is good. Brady, did, this bo- is... Did, did Bobo steal this from uh, from your, like, little workout mix or B- what? Big time in the uh, Dublin Kaufman uh, weight room. This is big yeah. time for you guys. That's right. Every time you're That's doing right. uh, hack squats, this is always a big one for you. Hack squats, yeah. sure. Uh, That's sure. where you work the uh, the quads. You know, right. As opposed right. to the glutes. All quads. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so an update on the game at Lambeau Field right now. Seven and a half minutes left to go in the game. The Packers have a 28-23 lead. Uh, Seattle scored, but in, a t- in an attempt to go for two, there was a corner blitz brought down Russell Wilson. So now uh, the Green Bay Packers have the football driving. Um, and for those of you that have – the uh, Seattle Seahawks plus four and a half thoughts and prayers uh, as you yeah, will be sweating yeah. this one out what, here. What about those who have the Seattle Seahawks plus ten and a half? Those uh, those people are also maybe sweating it out a little bit here. Yeah, looking, looking yeah. for a stop. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on big on a, drive. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, on a scramble moments ago after looking like um, you know he had uh, suffered an injury to his leg, uh, just able to gut it out there uh, and and sprint down the sidelines like there was nothing wrong with him. So. <laughs> Come on, man. Who, who was the old one? Was it, was it Walter Payton that used to get up slow after getting tackled? And they used, or was it Jim Brown? I feel like one of the two used to use that as a strategy. Oh, I don't. I mean, it just, you know, it felt like he was uh, laying it on pretty thick there. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's been a long season. Uh, can we talk about, so we will keep you updated on this game uh, and uh, how it plays out. Uh, let me ask you this. Can, can we talk about what people have not listened to in the past that we've tried to tell them about that took place this weekend? Uh, which was what? Well, the fact that who plays really good football at 1 p.m.? Oh, well, yeah, listen, and, and I know we are going to get to that. I actually, I wanted, and, and I teased this because I wanted to get your thoughts on on the Browns hiring of, of Kevin Stefanski. Uh, do, which which would you prefer? Do you want to do you want to talk about Kirk Cousins and his struggles because he has borderline OCD? Or do you want to talk about how <laughs> the Cleveland Browns hired Kevin Stefanski, uh, the offensive coordinator of the uh, Minnesota Vikings? Can I, I start off by answering this by asking you, what did you think when you heard that news? I wasn't surprised. 
Really? And, okay. Is that because of McDaniel's flying in with the wife and then leaving? Which the okay. other thing is, like when I, when I was like, yeah, he's bringing his wife. I'm thinking, well, yeah. Uh, doesn't he have family there in Ohio? Like, wouldn't you just kind of go visit your family yeah, while you're there? Make a vacation out of it. Yeah, it's right. like uh, Jim Laranega, who is the uh, basketball coach at Miami. Uh, I remember talking to him. He said one time that it's obvious to him which recruits are serious about going to Miami and which ones parents come along just because they want to hang out in Miami. Like, you know, like while you're there, you may as well turn it into a vacation. So, yeah, his wife showed up with him. The fact that he got on the plane maybe was a little bit of a telltale sign. But here's why I wasn't surprised, because somebody made a great point. Um Bruce Gradkowski, who I believe was a former teammate of yours, we were talking with him on Fox Sports Radio yesterday, and he said it felt like to him the way that this Brown search was going, that whichever coach lost, being Robert Sala or Kevin Stefanski, he felt like they were going to be the ones getting the gig. And then when you also couple that with the fact that it was uh, De Podesta last year who really liked Stefanski, but it was Freddie Kitchens who got the job because John Dorsey overruled him. It just felt like the momentum was starting to to go in the direction of Stefanski late. Yeah, there's actually that's twice now. Paul De Podesta was was turned down last year. It was John Dorsey winning over with Freddie Kitchens. Before though, um, they tried to go in a different direction uh, in, in, instead of Hugh Jackson, and so that that that's why there is you know this has been going on for a while now. Uh, in regards to the candidates they've been looking at, what they want. And Paul DePodesta, I think, has been trying to get there to be more unity within the front office and the head coaching position. That's just something that they haven't really had. But when you look at other successful organizations, that's what you have. You have alignment between the general manager, the head coach, and and usually some other high-ranking official that's going to report directly to the owner. And by the way, that's usually what jacks up organizations and teams okay it comes down to it comes down to the organizational stability but also the setup and and how many people are reporting directly to the owner so you'll get for example guys who are on you know the general manager they'll be in the front office you'll get a head coach and you might even get some other like you know vp of something or president of something and and there there's three different people who are reporting back to the owner and so when things don't go wrong, you guessed it, you get three different stories, yeah. right? And usually, usually they're not going in saying, yeah, you know, I, I was wrong about this and I think this led to us not being as good of a team this year. Usually it's, well, our general manager didn't supply us with this or we didn't have the opportunity to do this and, you know, I need more resources, I need more, you know, and we need a greater analytics department, whatever the case is. Usually you're blaming other people and pointing the finger elsewhere. Like that's human nature. And that's really been what the Browns have been since Jimmy Haslam has taken over. There hasn't been unity amongst those those three. And so, look, in regards to the loser of this weekend being the guy who gets the head coaching job, I, I sure hope that's not the explanation. That's no disrespect to Bruce, but th- that's that's a terrible way of analyzing it because then you really don't care who your guy is. You're basically just saying, well, we like them both. We'd really take either one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the wrong approach to all of this. I think what happened with Josh McDaniels was he came in, he didn't like probably having Paul D. Podesta in such a powerful role, and most likely, much like the Indianapolis Colts situation where he turned that job down because he didn't like the setup with with Chris Ballard of the Colts. He came in, wanted certain you know a certain amount of power and wanted certain control. Jimmy Haslam didn't want to let him have it because he's close to Paul DePodesta and really likes his opinion on things right now. He's the flavor of the week or the flavor of the year. 
And that's the direction he went. And credit, he ended up siding with Paul DePodesta. And credit to Josh McDaniels for not just taking any job that's thrown at him, feeling like, look, we're at worst, if he never gets another head coaching job, who do you think is going to be the successor to Bill Belichick in New England? I mean, come on. Like it, it's right. it's, it's, gonna, it's an easy yes. it's an easy slide right into that position. So the fact that he that he actually laid down the ground rules, so to speak, and said, "Listen," and this is according to Albert Breer, who said that Josh McDaniels' his interview went well, but he wanted sweeping changes within the organization. So he basically walked in to the restaurant and said, "Hey, uh, all your food sucks, but I can make it better if you hire me." And they decided to go in a different direction. So now he goes back to New England where he's one of the Is he the highest paid assist- I know he's up there. Like he 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 got a raise for sure. Yeah, I believe after the whole thing with Indianapolis, they had worked out a deal yeah. to to continue to pay him. I mean, like he's compensated well. It's not so much about that. Like that's not going to keep you in an OC job, right? Because you're going to make way more as a head coach, but it does make things easier when you know you're probably going to be the heir apparent. Yeah. It just comes down to when that's going to be. Like, how much longer are you waiting for Bill Belichick to step down? Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, we will have uh, more on a, a game in the NFL this weekend that involved one reputation that continues. So we'll get to that here next on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, including things tightening up at Lambeau Field. Steve DeSager. Green Bay up 28-23 over the Seahawks with four minutes left in this divisional playoff game on Fox TV and Seattle has the ball again in the second half. Marshawn Lynch with two one-yard touchdown runs. He's up to 11 TDs on the ground in his playoff career in the Super Bowl era, so roughly the last 50 years. Only five players have more postseason rushing TDs than Lynch. Those five are in the Hall of Fame. A couple of one-yard TDs for the Packers. Aaron Jones in the second quarter of this one. Packers holding on at home, under four minutes to go. Aaron Rodgers with two TD passes to Devontae Adams, who has seven catches for 128. Tyler Lockett of Seattle with a touchdown. He has nine catches for 136 yards. Yes, we are going down to the wire. The winner goes to the Bay Area. San Francisco will host the NFC title game on Fox TV next Sunday, also at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Kansas City will be hosting the AFC title game for a second straight year. Somehow they came back to beat Houston 51-31. to The Chiefs became the first team in NFL history to win a playoff game by at least 20 after they trailed by at least 20. Chiefs were down in the second quarter 24 to nothing, and then scored touchdowns on seven straight drives. Travis Kelsey 10 receptions, 134 yards, three touchdowns. The Browns' new head coach is Kevin Stefanski, who was an assistant in Minnesota. The Broncos fired offensive coordinator Rich Scangarello, likely to be replaced in Denver by Pat Sherman according to NFL Network. The Giants' new defensive coordinator is Patrick Graham from the Dolphins. Miami is expected to promote Josh Boyer. College football's national championship game is tomorrow night, LSU against Clemson. Among the late NBA games, the Clippers are getting beat at Denver. Nuggets 71-58 over L.A. mid-third quarter. Paul George is out again with the bad hamstring. Kawhi Leonard, 19 points. Brooklyn got Kyrie Irving back. He scored 21 points in 20 minutes in a win over Atlanta. 108-86. The Hawks' Trey Young was out with a sore hamstring. Utah won its ninth straight game. New York and Memphis with wins. And in college hoops, double overtime win for number 23, Wichita State at Connecticut. Packers are getting the ball back with two and a half minutes to go, protecting a 28-23 lead over Seattle. 
will San Francisco be hosting the Packers again? Remember, it was late November. The Packers went there and laid another egg in California this season. That was a 37-8 Niners victory. Back to you. Uh, thanks, Steve. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn, so as Steve DeSager mentioned, uh, 28-23 is the lead for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, two minutes and change left to go in the game. They had all three timeouts. They punted there. Uh, you don't have any issue with the punt the decision upon on fourth and 11 no they've okay. got three timeouts and still the two minute warning i think the issue i have is seattle trying to put jacob hollister on preston smith are you kidding me and now granted he had help from the tackle of feedy but preston smith just ran up around the top of hollister and it was almost like there was no one there and he got right to russell wilson on that third down so it really wasn't much of a choice because you would have been in fourth and long and i don't think they're at a point of desperation and, and given where the sack took place would have most likely been easy points for the Packers on that ensuing drive. So the smart play is you punt. Uh, you still got the timeouts to reserve some time for yourself, but now you really need to rely on your defense. Uh, so we are not supposed to have a rooting interest uh, in this. You know, we're supposed to be well. We're not supposed the to, middle. but there's some of us who who want the Packers to drive right down the field and score a touchdown. Yeah, of course, and those those there's. Are- no, and there's there's others who are hoping for you know Seattle to continue to keep you know keeping this thing close if yeah. not outright winning it right. Well, I mean, and again, I mean, we're, you know, we're not going to you know sit here and break down you know why exactly you're a horrendous human being on the air. Like that's not something we want to do. Oh, you're talking about me right yeah, now? Yeah, no, okay. And, and root, you know, here's the thing: I don't think I'm the, the only one who wants you know maybe someone who you know visits yeah. our show once a week um, to to lose another bet, uh, right? Since that's been the status quo for him this year. Uh, let me tell you something: uh, what was sitting in your car two hours after you got out of it i hope it's still there when the show's over how's that yeah, uh, okay okay all right enjoy that um here's here's what i'll ask you since we're not supposed to have a rooting interest who do you want to see against the 49ers next week what's the I mean, better game uh, that and that's a great question because the third time of seattle san francisco yes. the way that those two yes. teams have played one another it would be phenomenal yes but I, I want to. I also three. think. I also think Green Bay and San Francisco would be a good match. I think we're in a good spot because I don't think we can lose, man. I think whoever wins this game, we're going to be treated with a great game next week for the NFC Championship. I, the NFC was so loaded that I, I don't think we would have. We would have gotten a good matchup regardless of who was in the NFC title game. Um, I just, I am all in for Volume Three of Seahawks Niners. Um, they split it. Uh, the rubber match, if you will. The first game, the Monday night game, was a classic. Um, San Fran was dealing with major injuries. Uh, George Kittle was out. Robbie Gold was banged up. So there was a missed kick late that caused that one. Uh, you and I were watching uh, the last game together that came down to, you know, within inches of, look, if Seattle scores there, that completely changes the playoff picture because wouldn't have San Fran have been the five seed, much like Seattle, as opposed to getting a bye and, and hosting Right. Two games, so I mean, I I'm I would be all up for that, but you know, getting Aaron Rodgers with looking to get a little bit of revenge in the Bay Area next week, I think would be a lot of fun as well too. And Rodgers with a you know what on the table throw on third and eight to Devonte Adams and a huge first down for the Green Bay Packers. Um, although I will say this, I believe Devonte Adams went out of bounds, so the clock stopped. 
yeah, the clock stopped, and Seattle still has two timeouts and the two-minute warning to work with. So it's not right, so over. Th- three total uh, stoppages of clock. So they'll have to get another first down, but um, that's the type of throw that makes Aaron Rodgers special. Yeah. And it's it's surprising that Adams has had so much success tonight. If there's one thing you'd want to take away from the Packers, at least in the passing game, it would be Adams. I mean, they really don't have another complimentary option outside of the ability to run and that balance they have in their attack. So I've been surprised that Adams has had as much success as he has because if if I'm Ken Norton Jr., I'm their DC, or I'm Pete Carroll, I'm saying do whatever you can to take him away, and he's had a big one. Uh, by the way, uh, Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, is um, a Green Bay Packers fan. Uh, he's wearing a Blake Martinez Packers jersey right now, which I believe that's been the first time in the history uh, of the city of Green Bay there's been a Martinez, uh, from my understanding. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't assume that that's that that's it. Far fetched for me to say, um, and me being someone who you know is uh, is is marrying into that culture, uh, I I think I know what I'm talking about. But that being said, Lee Delap is a nervous wreck right now. I like he's he looks like a tweaker. Like he looks like, uh, you know, he can't find where he hit his meth and it's been two hours since he shot up. And so it's very nerve wracking here in the studios of Fox Sports Radio, having to watch this game, cover this game, do a show with you, Brady, while we've got uh, Tweaker Lee uh, behind the glass uh, having a meltdown. Are you done? I mean, holy hell, that was the longest just I don't even know what to call that. It's called Picasso painting a picture for the audience. Yeah, that's what it's yeah, called. Like what do you want Picasso. Um, right. So a field goal here is huge. <laughs> you know what? And, and you, got, you, you got the Packers. Hey, you don't You've stop got the it. Packers stop. in a really good, a really good spot hey, right now. Hey, stop it. Let it breathe. That is the, the best response in the history of this show by anybody on this show, Brady Quinn. And if you didn't hear it in real time, go back and listen to it. Because if we said it again, we'd all be kicked off the air. But that is uh, that is how it's done. Oh, that's that's a real person. <laughs> that is why. I was going to be honest. That's a real person out that, there. That is that is one I can assure you will be appearing on Quacks this week. Uh, I can assure you that will be making Just an appearance. Google search that name. Oh my God! Yeah, you that that is your finest work. I'm proud of you. You know what's funny about that is I was first introduced to that by my brother-in-law, the former great Green Bay Packer AJ Hawk. Yeah, who told me he uh, he had. Bought a, a gift for someone from uh, from that particular artist. That that is uh, that that is good stuff there. And in case you're wondering uh, what it is that was just said, think of the name Picasso, but add an R towards the front of it. It's, and that tells you all you need it's to know. It's an artist. There's an artist. I'm uh, saying. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right. Coming up next, uh, we are going to have uh, the conclusion to this game at Lambeau Field, plus a narrative that we tried to tell you about months and months and months ago, and it played true again. That's next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, What would the NFL playoffs be without a little bit of controversy? And we have our controversy here. Uh, Brady Quinn, um, here's the situation in Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers have a 28-23 lead. They are about to they are taking a knee, getting ready to run the clock out and uh, Green Bay will advance uh to go get blowtorched by the 49ers. I mean to go play the 49ers uh next week uh in Santa Clara. But the controversy is this. There was a completion on third down to Jimmy Graham. It was called a first down on the field. Upon further review, it looked like his elbow and the ball touched 
close to a half yard away from the yellow line, which is unofficial on the screen. They reviewed it. The call on the field stands. Pete Carroll is upset. The Seahawks are upset. It looked obvious to me that that the spot was a favorable spot to Green Bay. Where do you stand on the call? The initial spot was, once they went back for review and where they're actually putting the ball now, I thought it was pretty close to where it would have been. Now, you have to understand this. All they have to do is that football just has to break the plane, much like it does the the uh, goal line, right? And so if the tip of the football has it, and I do think the tip got there based on the pylon cam that it showed, because when you looked at as he extended his arm, from the behind angle, you really can't tell where that elbow is down, where that ball is. Uh, I think when you look at that pylon cam they had that's sitting right there at the marker, it does look like when his elbow goes down, he's got enough for it. And so I just think based on the video evidence that they had uh, and really looking at where they spotted it, it would have been too tough to overturn, in my opinion. We very rarely see spots be able to get overturned. It has to be, you know, damn near completely definitive. And then that just that was too close. And I know Seattle Seahawks fans are going to be upset. Uh, especially people who thought they would be able to cover. I do believe the line closed somewhere at four and a half or four points, but th- this is one that obviously won in favor of the Packers, and we get a good matchup next week. I mean, those uh, who uh, are good shoppers when it comes to lines and sports betting would have seen that it was five at one point during the week and would have taken that. But again, uh, for enough with me at my weekend overnight show. <laughs> enough with me here. So I will gladly take a push. Gladly take a push there, Brady Quinn. Um, here's... And I'll give you credit on this. And I don't want to give you credit on this. All right. The last thing I want to do is give you a compliment here on the show. Like, that's the last thing I want to do. Uh, You don't need it. All right. Uh, You uh, you get complimented daily. Uh, I get the shaft majority of the time on this show. But I'll say this. You have brought this up before. Your issue when it comes to replay in the National Football League is that it's all based on what the call was on the field, and you think it should be reofficiated when they go to the hundred percent. I think they need to just do away with referring to and I agree what the call was on the field, and and then putting a note in there as to the burden of proof or evidence that there has to be in order to overturn that call, because that becomes an issue. Like much like I just gave you for my reasoning as to why I think the call should have stood is because as we currently have it. I didn't think that there was enough of an angle or evidence to lead me to think that he was short of it. I thought it was close, and and I thought, again, from the pylon angle, granted it wasn't that close because it's like a GoPro camera, but from that angle, it looked like when his elbow and his forearm did touch down with the ball in it, it looked like it was far enough where it would have broken that plane we talked about. But again, that's the hard part about implementing my idea for replay is once you go that route, Jonas, you've got to have the infrastructure, the cameras that are built on the sidelines that are in the end zones and all of that. Yeah. You have to plaster the field with cameras so you can ensure that you've got a good a good enough angle so these replay officials can do their job. And I also think, and, and we've alluded to this on the show before, I also think part of the NFL kind of likes the controversy. They kind of like the fact that it's subjective. They kind of like the fact that there's an argument both ways because the argument continues. I mean, the, the Saints pass interference, non-pass interference, all of that, that was a conversation throughout the... For, for everybody who said that was a bad look for the NFL, how are the ratings this year? 
I mean, they were fine. It's not like people are going to stop watching the NFL because there's controversial calls or calls that are not made. So I don't believe that they're ever going to go that direction. I personally would love if they did, if they just re uh, reofficiated it, like you pointed out. I don't think that'll ever happen because I don't think that they hate the idea of us having a conversation about a call as long as they're in the conversation at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really have much more to add to and that. Listen, I, and I, I, I thought, it's called stick in the landing. Sure. That's, yeah, that's, that's a perfect 10. You go put your arms up and you get ready to go to the next Olympics, all right? Damn straight. Listen, that's, that's right. It, it's what I do here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, that being said, the Seahawks got screwed. I uh, got absolutely <laughs> job. Uh, this is a, a job. You're just mad we don't get the like, trilogy of the Seattle San Francisco because those games have been great. They have been a ton of fun to watch. You're telling me you wouldn't be you wouldn't have been more excited uh for the tripod of Seahawks 49ers next week? Um, I, well, excited is one way of putting it. I would, I would, I do think it'd be a great matchup. However, I also think Green Bay, San Francisco will be, I, I just, I'll, I'll say this. Green Bay gets off to a lead. They, str- they struggle to distance themselves. I just wonder, are we ever going to see this Green Bay team like take off? Like, or, or is this, is this what they are this year? It, are they kind of that team that just can't really blow a team out? Like we watched Kansas city do after being down, what? 24, nothing. I just I like the idea that of the teams remaining, you got a lot of ugly football. Like, the, like this is ugly football. The 49ers playing ugly in your face brand. Uh, the, the the Packers aren't this high flying offense outside of Kansas City. It's ugly football. So it feels like now I know you grew up behind the gated communities, but growing up on the streets like I did, uh, this is the kind of football I grew up with. Brady Quinn, gated communities, man. Jeez. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, <laughs> Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, coming up next, uh, we are set. We will tell you who goes to the Super Bowl here on FSR. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford 
Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I've I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. The conference championship games are set. We will dive into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on over 200 Fox Sports Radio affiliates across the country. And wherever you are taking part in the program, we appreciate a few minutes of your time. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance visit geico.com for a free rate quote my man Brady Quinn Jonas we are set for next weekend baby you gotta I be excited wait. about it right I can't wait um, I can't wait either uh, I, mean, I, I really can't wait uh, for those of you that are just tuning in by the way for those of you that, that weren't watching the game or paying attention to the game first of all get a grip on your life I, I don't I don't know what was so important that you missed out on on a great day of NFL action a great Saturday and NFL action, but if you missed any of it, you're a loser. All right, let me just say that. Secondly, the Green Bay Packers are on to the NFC title game. The Packers with a 28-23 win over the Seattle Seahawks. It just concluded a short time ago on Fox. Uh, not to bury the lead here, live bet Jesus. <laughs> Another W. Uh, so go ahead and uh, another W for uh, for LBJ here on FSR, but we'll talk about that later on. Uh, the Packers are moving on. You see them next week at the 49ers and the game playing out how, Brady Quinn? I have a hard time believing with what we're seeing from the Packers that they're going to go in there and get a win. And I and I know that sounds um, like maybe I'm downplaying where Aaron Rodgers is at and like the greatness. I mean, we, we've, we've talked about earlier, like he might be one of the greatest, most talented players to play that position in the history of the NFL. But that defensive front for the 49ers is nasty. That defense yeah. is nasty. That's a team that can run the football. And Jimmy Garoppolo, even though it, I, I kind of got the sense that after he threw the interception there in the second half, like that ensuing drive, I think it was eight straight running plays when they went down the field and scored a touchdown. Kyle Shanahan was like, okay, like I'm not going to let Jimmy Garoppolo maybe put him in a position where he can make this game close. I kind of got the sense that he was concerned about putting too much on Jimmy Garoppolo's plate. All that being said... I mean, with Debo Samuel and Kittle and, and the rest of the pieces that they have, Sanders, I mean, they've got enough weapons where I think they can score enough and they can hold the Packers down enough and pressure Rodgers enough to win and end up playing in the Super Bowl. But that's not who I picked. So I'm rooting for the Packers because that was my pick to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to get ripped in half. I, I think I think it's going to be a wipeout. I really do. I, I think the 49ers are too good. Um the 49ers, the way they run the football, I don't know what sort of opportunities Rodgers is going to have. Look, Seattle got 
after Rodgers today. Uh, he got he got beat up a little bit in this game. The way the 49ers looked yesterday uh, against Minnesota, they just dominated them up front. I think it's going to play out a lot like that. And and I really like San Francisco in that game. Now, let me ask you this: If you had to guess, the betting lines for both these games. All right, go ahead. If we have a little bit of a trivia uh, or game show music here on Fox doing Sports this. Radio. I love, I love handicapping little, these games. A little bit of a game show music here on Fox Sports mm-hmm. Radio. Uh, Brady Let's Quinn, broadcast professional going. here. Here we go, yep, Brady. All right, yep, so what do you is. think the line? Because the first the first of the games, uh, which will be 3.05 p.m. Eastern time, uh, if, I, if I have this correct, it will be the Titans at the Chiefs. Okay. Where do you think that betting line is at right now? What do you think? Tennis- Tennessee is getting six and a half points. Mm. Seven and a half. Currently okay. seven and okay. a half right now on pregame.com. That is where uh, the line is at seven and a half points for the Kansas City Chiefs. All, All right. right. You know how I feel about that one early then. All There's right. some value there, maybe for Tennessee. So let, expectations for a third week in a row. Let's go to the nightcapper, 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. The Packers at the 49ers. What do you think that betting line is at, Brady? Quinn? I am torn. I'm torn because I think this is somewhere between two and a half, three and a half points. So I think... I think San Francisco is giving, I'm going to say, two and a half points. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. The 49ers are seven-point favorites. What? On pregame.com. Yes. What? I'm telling you, man. Wow. It is going to be a wipeout. I would would take the Packers on that one, then. If you gambled. If, yeah. Hypothetically. Right. We're all talking hypotheticals (laughs) here, right? I mean, come on. Hypothetical. Like, this is all a hypothetical. Hypothetically, yeah, I would take take the Packers, then the points. Um, Yeah, I I like the 49ers in that game. It is a lot of points, um, but I do like the 49ers in that game. So, Green Bay goes on the road. Let me ask you that, because we saw in Tennessee's game against Baltimore that there's a certain style in which Baltimore can win. Okay. If they have a lead and they're running the ball, they're almost unbeatable as shown during the regular season when they won 14 games. But let me ask you this, the 49ers, where did they get in trouble facing this Packers team? Like, wh- like where would this game be an issue? Is there a certain point in the game to where you would start to get concerned? What would need to happen for green Bay to have a chance as seven point underdogs? If they can stop the run, if they put this all in Garoppolo and then you, you look at those edge rushers, Preston, Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, if those guys can start having some success getting after Garoppolo, because one thing you'll look at if you go back and watch the Minnesota game, okay, Garoppolo got hit early in that game, okay? The way he went down, kind of tweaked his ankle. Yeah. You know what happened after that? Got a little bit antsy. He didn't like when there were people around him. He got, he, you know, even when he had to scramble out, he was more conscious of what's around him if someone was going to hit him as opposed to looking downfield to make those throws. They call it a dirty pocket, by the way. Sure. Sure. You can call it a dirty pocket, dirty <laughs> pants, underpants, whatever you want to call it. He, you know, you could just sense that there was a little bit of um, just the tendency to tighten up a little bit. And I think that's why when you look at, you go back and you look at the interception and then, you know, they, they wanted to kind of pull back on maybe giving or, or putting him in a position where he could allow Minnesota to get some momentum in that game. That, that's where I feel like Green Bay can have some success. The problem is they haven't been great at stopping the run this year, even though I, w- I would say tonight they did a fairly decent job. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers, but just from watching the game, it felt like um, they were able to hold down 
uh, the, the Seahawks for the most part, which, you know, the Seahawks are banged up at running back. I'm not yeah. sure we were really looking for Marshawn Lynch to run away with this. And, thing. They, and they were trailing, so they had to throw the ball to get back in the game to begin right, with. Right, right. Um, so, you know, look. I think that's that's how you're able to to stay in the game and kind of pull off the upset if you're Green Bay, right? You stop the rushing attack, you put some pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know as far as as far as how you go about approaching Robert Sala's defense, he's the D coordinator there in San Francisco, was a head coach he can in a number of places. You just try to put Devontae Adams opposite of Richard Sherman. There's not many times Sala's going to match up Richard Sherman on Devontae Adams, and and usually. Richard Sherman won't travel with him into the slot. So if you want to get him open, you put him on the opposite side of the field. Use your Richard Sherman plays to the right side of the field of that defense and zone coverage. He's not going to play in the slot much, and he's not going to travel all the time. So when you want to, if you want to find a way of getting it to Adams, that's how you go about doing it. And then you can work in some other complementary pieces, but that pass rush is going to be tough, man. I mean, against that Packers O-line, I think they're going to struggle being able to protect Rodgers. So he's going to have to, be, he's going to, have to buy time. He's going to have to make some plays with his feet. In that Devontae Adams-Richard uh, Sherman potential matchup, if they are matched up together during that game at some point. Richard Sherman. Or, yeah, Richard Sherman. I'm sorry. Richard uh, Sherman. So Richard Sherman, uh, Devontae Adams, if they are matched up at some point during that game, um, who do you think Mike Florio will be rooting for in that matchup? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that question because yeah, you want to call me a slappy. That that's what you want to call me for even for even throwing that question out there. It's slappy Sundays. Put in, you put me in a bad. You put me in bad spots. Yeah, man. Come on, you really do. Listen, it's uh, you, you know, back me into a corner. Hey. You 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 give me all these. Uh, I don't even know what to call I'm the spice in your life you didn't know you needed. All right? You didn't know you needed it until you got it. Uh, all right. So the uh, uh, the 49ers currently a seven-point favorite again uh, hosting the Packers next week. That'll be the nightcap, or that game will actually be on uh, while we are on the air. Um, the game earlier in the day, 3.05 Eastern time, Titans at the Chiefs. Kansas City is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I also believe that game is going to be a wipeout. Um, I think both these games are going to be wipeouts. I think it's 49ers, Chiefs, in the Super Bowl. Uh, for those of you that grew up watching football in the 90s, uh, I would call it the Joe Montana Bowl or the Steve Bono Bowl. Uh, but again, that's just me uh, throwing out my football knowledge from the late 80s, early 90s. Again, not trying to flex we, here, Brady. But Do we have time for a little bit of trivia right now? You know what? Uh, let's do it. All right, let's get the uh, the band is in studio here uh, to, to play a little bit of trivia music. We have a live studio band. No stone unturned here at Fox Sports Radio on the weekends. Uh, so, guys, uh, turn on the amps and let's uh, get the instruments going. Here we go, Brady. Let's go. Trivia question time from Brady Quinn. All right, here we go, Jonas. From what movie? From what movie were two of the most recent additions into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? in together they actually shared a scene together can you name that movie all right so bill cower and jimmy johnson correct the movie they were in together the newest members of the pro football hall of fame bill cower and jimmy johnson how many guesses do i get you get as many as you want okay all right because you're my buddy all right all i need is one (laughs) i I I only need one i love it are you ready yeah the Departed. No, no, no. Can I have another? Are you, are you thinking of the scene where? Uh, yeah, what, who was it? With the elevator, with Martin Sheen getting thrown off the building. <laughs> no, forgot. It to- was the one in the conference room where they're talking about you know, asking <laughs> one guy how his mom's doing. Yeah, where Martin Sheen forgot to pull his uh, parachute. Uh, that one. Uh, yeah. All right, let's yeah. uh, let's. Uh, all right, so what? It's, movie- a, it's a football movie. Yeah, okay. a hint. It's a football. Oh, oh movie. okay. So football movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. 
me go. Let me think about this here on five minutes. Because I want to make, because I, I do want to do this uh, in on the up and up here. So I want to make sure, like, that this is, you know, clearly on the up and up. So I'm not at all. Because you know, I don't want to looking through IMDb. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, probably should have put a shot clock on this. Let, one. let me go. Clock, but again, we're already down this road. So let's go yeah. ahead. Now. Let's yeah, yeah. Let's just go ahead and wait until right, right, uh, you ready? I think I'm ready for this. Are you ready? Okay. Second guess. All right. Can we get a drum roll, please? Yeah. Drum roll. But my first guess. Here we go. In this trivia, my drum roll, please. A drum roll anytime. All right. My drum roll, please. Here. Okay. Really. What happened to our band? All right. Here we go. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready to guess. The Water Boy. Yeah! Yeah! He got it! He got it! He did it! You bet your ass! That's right, baby. A cameo in The Water Boy. What about that? What about that, man? Love Google. Yes! (laughs) Um... That is right. That that atrocious movie, The Water Boy. Uh, that is uh, that, oh, that movie that they're in. Um, all right. So Chiefs, Titans at Arrowhead. Uh, you played in Kansas City. You were adamant about discussing this on the show. This is a little behind the curtain here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn was demanding that he talk about the elements at Arrowhead Stadium. All right, because he played there. So you were all about talking about the elements. So here we I go. I would Brady hope Quinn. our listeners know when you do this that <laughs> here we they go. know you are so full of it. When okay, you do this. here we here we go. So let's uh, let let's listen to uh, to Brady bloviate. It is another edition of bloviating Brady. The elements at Arrowhead. Uh, take it away, Brady Quinn. Uh, uh, tell us what the Titans are in store for as they go to Kansas City next week. Go right. You know ahead. what? Since since I was so excited for to talk about this, <laughs> yes. let's talk about it after this break because I try to be conscious of the clock. Okay, and I'm trying to yeah. help our man Bobo out yeah. a little bit. So let's talk about this after this break. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, it is a discussion that Brady Quinn demanded and begged to have here on the show what exactly it's like to play in a certain environment in the National Football League. Do not go anywhere. It is cutting-edge stuff next here on FSR. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or Shoot that! Shoot that! And even Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. After six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. This song kicks ass, man. Yeah. I love you know where this, this song. song is best played? Where's that? Well... I, I think hour you know four? where I'm going. There's an hour four. There's a certain there's a certain establishment where I feel like I've heard this song a number of times. Um, yeah, yeah. Living color, cult of what? personality. Yeah, living color. What, yeah. what do you mean? Uh, never mind. This this, this must have went completely over your head. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you just say it? I mean, come on, let's not play vague here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn. I this mean, is come- like that Buck Cherry song. Okay. Oh God, don't even go there. Yeah. Don't even go there. But you, but you know where that song is always played. Uh, yeah, of course. Like strip it's, it's, strip clubs. It's always and bars. in a strip club. Yeah. That, listen, that song is both those two songs played very very often in strip clubs. I, I told my fiance this, and she thought it was. I said, I'm not into strip clubs at all. Like, it's not my thing. Uh, you're Are you gonna judge me if I say the same thing? Okay. I'm, I'm, I swear I'm not I, co-signing. I, yeah, no. I just think it's like, like you kind of. I feel bad, man. Especially if you go in there with anything other than bike shorts on. Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, like what is, I have what is a buddy who here? only goes in mesh shorts. I, yeah. I kid you not. I, yeah, he will go in a, a button-down jacket and tie. Yeah. But then mesh shorts. I'm like, do you look like an idiot? He's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm making a statement. Yeah, absolutely. Like, All right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and uh, hands duct tape behind your back. Uh, like that, that, and, but again, that's just personal preference. If you were going to do it, it's not really my thing. But I did tell my fiance this. I said, "Listen, I'm not into strip clubs, but they play some of the best music. Like they really do. White Zombie, Tool, Living well, yeah. Color, Corn. I mean, you name it. Did you know this is a true story? Can I that's tell you part another? of the ambiance, isn't it? Uh, can I tell you another true story? Swear to God on this. Uh, okay. The, the Let's band, hear it. the band well, that let's, I was, hold, on, hold on, real quick. Do okay. we need any music for this? No, 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 no. You don't need. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The band that I was in for years and years that was uh, god awful, but it just a, an awful band. But already bad story. Just three years. You know. No, no. I swear to God. Um, a buddy of mine's cousin was a stripper, and she played our music while she danced at a club uh, in the Inland Empire of Southern California. How about that, wow. Brian Quinn? Okay. Yeah, how about that? Did yep. did she make any money, or is that like, there's like a bad... Oh no! Association I mean, with no. like, her Listen, and that song. Yeah, there was there was no clamoring for the uh, probably not the word I want to use there when it comes to strip club. Uh, there, there Wait, was no, real quick. Uh, no so if if that, that actually took place, would you actually go to like see someone kind of you know dance to your song? I mean, it's kind of cool, right? No. Um. Yeah. But again, going back, isn't to that kind of weird? Then you're looking at your buddy's sister who's a stripper, uh, a cousin, cousin. Actually. Yeah. It's still pretty weird. Well, and also I, I I had seen her before, um, like pictures, and that's also another reason why I didn't go. So just uh, again, 
Look, certain people are into certain things. Uh, strip clubs are not mine. That's that's all I'm saying here on Fox I'm with Sports you, buddy. Radio. I'm yeah, with you. Not my thing. Uh, all right, so Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. All right, Titans, Chiefs. That is the AFC championship game. Uh, I think uh, if this were in Baltimore and it were Chiefs, Ravens in Baltimore, uh, I believe that, uh, by the way, uh, over-unders is uh, coming up next here in about five minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that uh, there's a funny story behind that. Uh, but Brady Quinn, uh, Titans, Chiefs in the. What, what's trust wrong, me, what's wrong trust with me, you? Trust me, trust me, trust me. I got a great okay. story. Okay, oh, oh, another good story. Right. A, lot of, a lot of stories tonight. A lot of, right. a lot of subpar it's stories what, that you're calling good it's stories. It's what I do. You know, it, this okay. is uh, we are the campfire of sports radio. Overselling, underdelivering. Yeah. Campfire of sports right radio. Sit around, roast some marshmallows, uh, rip beers, and just uh, and just tell stories here. All right, so you wanted to get into this. You are big on this stuff. Uh, you are a big fan of the Weather Channel, Channel 362 on DirecTV. Uh, as was pointed out by you, I didn't even know that. But you are big into the elements. It's your thing. You played in Kansas City. What can the Titans expect in the AFC title game since they pulled off the upset of the Baltimore Ravens? They are on to Kansas City. So, Brady Quinn, uh, bloviate away, my friend, the elements at Arrowhead Stadium. How the hell would I know? I mean, I don't know what the weather is going to be next week. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, you, you come up with these dumb ideas that you want me to talk about. And, and now I'm I'm pigeonholed in the corner where you, you're asking me to tell the weather. I I have no idea. What okay? do you mean? Like you didn't you play there. You know the elements. I mean, what are we yeah, talking but it, about? It's entirely different. Like for starters, they actually put in this heating system underneath the field so it doesn't freeze over. Back when I had played there in 2012 and when I'd gone there before that as a player to play against the Chiefs, there was times when it was really cold out. That field would be frozen. And the actual... Uh, paint itself would get like iced over, so it'd be slick. They don't have that issue anymore, so that's one thing. Um, the stadium's incredibly loud. I think every single uh, team would tell you they've got a, some sort of home field advantage. Arrowhead is a little bit better than most because of that, and and the wind will play a factor. You know, I think you saw that too on the Fairbairn kick, and and the stat, which to me this stat is uh, pretty telling. So throughout the postseason history there in Arrowhead. They hadn't had a field goal attempted over 50 yards until Fairbairn's 51-yarder today, which he missed. So this time of year, it'll be chilly. There'll be a wind. It makes it difficult for those longer kicks. But outside of that, I have no idea what go. the weather is going to be all, like. That's all we needed right there. That yeah. was that was okay. more than enough. I mean, you could have summed that up in like 10 seconds. But, of course, you had to go on and on because you love talking about the elements. I don't know why this was so big for you. Like, why, why was this so important for you, Brady Quinn? It, it, it wasn't. It is, um, it, it, you <laughs> thought this would be a good idea for a segment, it, it full is, disclosure. It, it and, uh, and I was like, okay, if you, if you want to talk about this, I right. don't think it's going to actually fill out an entire segment. All right, here's the uh, – this, this is the reality of what uh, – Preparing for a show is like uh, for Brady Quinn and myself. When somebody, when one of us comes up with an idea that we realize in in the middle of talking about the idea or right before the idea is talked about on the air, and we realize it's a bad idea, you blame the other guy, even though it was your idea. So that's right. exactly what yeah. I did. That's, I that's pretty you. much what we both do. Uh, because the I didn't. That is an interesting stat, though. The fact that nobody. It was the first. Field goal attempt. It was of the over first 50 yards. plus fifty. I believe that's what they said yeah. on the CBS broadcast today. So I, I thought that was, um, it was interesting. And the reason yeah. why Nance talked about it in the pregame, neither kicker had hit from plus fifty 
And so I think, look, when it gets cold out there, typically the ball doesn't travel as far. And with the wind combined with that, uh, and obviously in pregame, if you're having a hard time hitting those, you know, you don't necessarily want to put yourself in that position where you're giving the other team a short field if you miss. So um, um, I'm sure all those things played a factor. All right. So uh, here's the story I had to tell you about over-unders, which will be coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, boy. All right, so Lee DeLapp, who's a Green Bay Packers fan. Huge um, Packers was, fan. Was, was so... Really relieved right now. Was was so fixated on the game that I knew that he hadn't come in to talk about over-unders with me. So I told Bobo when Lee walked out of the studio, I said, hey, I think Lee completely forgot over-unders, so don't say anything because I want to catch him off guard. So I was hoping that we were going to get to break and Lee still wouldn't have done over-unders, but all of a sudden he darted out of the studio during the segment and I knew that he had finally remembered. <laughs> it's like when it's like when you remember you left <laughs> you, you left the oven on at home and you've been gone for an hour and a half. Uh, Lee darts but out of the Lee, studio. Lee can juggle more than one thing at once. <laughs> he can. You know? he's, he's, just, good, he's yeah. good at handling everything. Uh, of course, like you, you should see him on Saturday nights. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's good. At, he's good at juggling, man. He is. I mean, I, I've witnessed it. I've seen he, it. He is. Uh, so I told Bobo. I was like, he said, "All right, Bobo said I'm going to give you a thumbs up when Lee finally realizes." And Lee j- literally darted out of the studio like somebody walked in here with an Uzi, like like took off for the exits. To go because he just realized that he had forgotten over under. So Bobo, how did the scene play out there uh, when Lee finally realized that he forgot about his job because he was too busy watching the Packers game? Bro, I'm sitting here, I'm listening to you and Brady. All of a sudden, I just hear, "Oh, beep! I forgot about over unders," and he just gets up and storms in there with Steve DeSager. Like, where are you running? <laughs> Like oh my god, and then my like literally, <laughs> ju- literally just forgot to do his job because he was watching the Packers game. Like, so over or under on how many missing questions for the next segment? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable! Like Lee, Lee, Delap, try and be a broadcast professional oh for once in your damn career. <laughs> unbelievable! That is insane. Uh, all right, so uh, we think. We think over-unders with Brady Quinn and myself are coming up next. And if it is coming up next, it's going to be the most mailed-in version of over-unders in the history of the segment. So that's yours next year on FSR. But for all the latest, ladies and gentlemen, the man who saved the day with over-unders, Steve DeSager. So you're saying I might have to delay an extra 30 <laughs> seconds or so, like no. Live Bet Loser, nope. like we heard earlier uh, in the show? Hey. A win's a win, Steve. Uh, we're, we're like That's nobody. Right. Sure. We're, we're focused on over unders now. I mean, you got to stop bringing up the okay. past. You you did bring up weather, by the way. As we know, Green Bay and Kansas City have won their playoff games today. The weather for KC in the AFC Championship game next Sunday is uh, no rain next weekend. Friday rain, but not on the weekend. So mid thirties temperature. But as for the Bay Area. Rain Saturday night, and this is a forecast a week in advance, so who knows what the field will be like or if there will be showers on Sunday morning. But at the moment, they're saying temperature around 60 and the rain Saturday night, not Sunday. The NFC title game will be in Santa Clara, California, with the Niners hosting the Green Bay Packers next Sunday, Fox TV, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Green Bay, a 28-23 winner over Seattle. So this NFC title game matchup, 
49ers Packers. That's the eighth playoff meeting between these two franchises all time. The record is nine Cowboys Rams in the postseason. That included a year ago in the playoffs. But the thing is, 49ers versus Packers, a playoff game, that's eight times just in the last 25 years. Brett Favre, three years in a row, had eliminated San Francisco back in the 90s when Mike McCarthy was coach. He got eliminated by the 49ers back-to-back season, so we're going to have another matchup of those two teams. And looking ahead, we could have a Super Bowl of Kansas City and San Francisco, Joe Montana's two teams. We could have a Kansas City-Green Bay rematch of the Super Bowl one franchises. KC did play its part by coming back to eliminate Houston 51-31 in its divisional playoff game today. Chiefs were down 24-0 in the second quarter and then scored touchdowns on seven straight drives. KC will host the AFC title game next Sunday against the Titans, 3 p.m. Eastern time. College football's national title game is tomorrow night, LSU-Clemson. In the NBA, Utah won its ninth straight game and the Clippers are trailing in the final seconds. Uh, It's now final, 114-104. Denver beats the Clippers. The Utah Jazz are now second place in the Western Conference ahead of the Clips. New York upset Miami. San Antonio and Memphis with wins. Brooklyn pounced on Atlanta 108-86. Kyrie Irving finally returned from his shoulder injury. Had 21 points in 20 minutes. College hoops losses for Michigan State and Michigan. Back to Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. Thank you, Steve. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in uh, about 15 minutes from now here on FSR, Brady Quinn is going to get you prepared for the national championship game unlike anybody on sports radio. I mean, you talk about a deep dive Good God, what are we about to get into 15 minutes from now? We can't wait to see. Uh, yeah, not much because we're not going to have much time. Uh, so so, so yeah. we will uh, be getting that uh, 15 minutes from now. But right now, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. And for that, we turn it over to the always prepared, ready to go, and puts nothing, nothing ahead of his job, Lee DeLapp, to find out how he did last week. Lee, what's going on? It's going really good, Jonas. It's going really good. Uh, I got a good one for you guys You sound a little panicked. Oh, no. Just, uh, (laughs) I'm very excited. My Packers (laughs) won today. (laughs) Uh, Just just finally calming down. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. It happens, man. Absolutely. Well, looking back at last week, you guys, we uh, we only differed on one. We had asked a uh, number of interceptions in the Vikings-Niners game. Damn it. Over under one and a one. half. Jonas, you said over. Brady, you said under. Yep. Both uh, <laughs> both Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception yep. in this game. Two total. Congrats. Jonas takes last week. Congrats, Damn right. Jonas. Damn right yeah. I did. You I- know what, though? We were hoping Kirk would play well. We were, because we wanted him to kind of buck that narrative. Didn't work out that way, man. Now, I, te- technically, because what time was kick local? Uh, it was uh, one thirty-five local time. I'm just saying, like, if he should have adjusted by that point with his schedule to be able to perform up to his Kirk Cousins' peak here's, at one thirty-five Pacific. Here's the problem: it was also a Saturday. So it's Sunday oh, at 1 yeah. Eastern time. You know, That's right. so like that was all. That is right. We, we pigeonholed him into that window. Now, Lee, I don't know if you know this or not. Brady Quinn and I were talking during the break, and we decided because it's 
going into the AFC and NFC championship game, we're actually going to we, we knew that you were going to have 10 over-unders ready for us. So we're ready for all 10, Lee. Go ahead and fire away. Let's all go. right, all 10. Let's go. Packers, Niners next week. A lot of sex we see uh, in this Whoa. game. Yeah, a lot of sex. Well, I'm sorry. Did you say Lee. sex or sacks? Lee, I, you I, animal. Can say that again? <laughs> Lee, of, what's you on, animal. What, Lee, what's on your mind right yeah, now? Yeah, like this is ridiculous. You have a little buck cherry on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I wouldn't recommend saying that with food in your mouth. I'm going to be very careful going Go forward here. Niners had six uh, sacks in their game this week. Packers had five. Over under, we see sacks in this game between the Packers and 49ers. Nine and a half. Hmm. Okay, so Rogers, under. Moore. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I'll take the mm-hmm. under, Lee. Yeah, both teams probably. I'm also going to take the under. Under. <laughs> All right, still remaining with this game, you guys. Over under on the t- on the uh, on halftime when we see a replay of the catch two. Terrell Owens catching the ball to beat the Packers, in 1997. I'm sorry. Say that again. Yeah. Over under halftime, we Lee, see a replay your, of the on. catch. Lee, catch two. your breath. Catch your breath. All right, yeah, just, just catch your damn. It sounds breath. like you're panting right now. Like, like <laughs> did you just, did you just make it a question back to 1997. Like, I did. I mean, come on, Lee. Just like we, we got to catch for the your catch. Breath the catch too. Terrell catch Owens. It. I mean, Brady. Right. Get, get, Terrell Owens. Excuse Brady. Brady, yeah, give, give him a, Brady, give him a break. He's been working on this for like the last four minutes. So I mean, um, I'm gonna it. say under. I think it happens before halftime. You know what? That's a great point. I'm going to go with the under, too, Lee. I would have taken the over because it's uh, at the end of the game, but we'll yeah. see. We'll you, see. You don't get a say because you uh, you didn't have these in in time. Uh, I believe uh, I'm right on time, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to the next game. Chiefs are going to be hosting the Titans. Uh, number of rushing yards for Derrick Henry in this game. He's gone over 108 of the last nine games. 130 rushing yards in this game. He's gone over 180 the last two. That's a record to consecutive games in the playoffs. Um, I, I, I don't like that one. Let's do another one, Lee. No, no, no. That. I like that one. I'm taking the over because they're going to hand him the football so much in that game. Uh, so 130 is the number? 130. Yeah, I got the over. Give me the under. Because I think it's going to get out of hand. I think they're going to have to throw the ball. And uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to try and light him up. That's what I think. You guys, today we saw the Chiefs score a touchdown on seven consecutive drives. Number of consecutive drives, we see them score a touchdown against the Titans. Two and a half. Hmm. Oh, over. Wait, number of total touchdowns? No. No, 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 consecutive no. Consecutive no. drives. Consecutive oh. drives. Jeez, you really mailed it in this week, huh, Lee? I mean, what, what, what's going on? Did you forget about the segment or something like that? Yeah. yeah what happened there, Lee? Were you juggling too many things? <laughs> Had too many things in your hands? My hands on balls. <clears throat> My lover Lee. Balls. Lee, are you there? Uh, I, I I might have dropped a ball this week. Yeah, he's uh <laughs> just rolling dice. Uh, <laughs> it's just all right. You just gotta get. Are we it waiting up. on Jonas here? Just, what are we uh, waiting on? Uh, so uh, all right. So, so <laughs> I took the over. Jonas, what do you want? Uh, so what? It's uh 130 yards for a Derrick Henry. Oh, here we go. Or is that the one that we did, or which one no. are we talking about now? Consecutive drives with a touchdown. Oh, for the two Chiefs and a half. Two and a half. Um. With a touchdown. I will take the under on that as well, too. Lastly, you guys, over-under on uh, points between Chiefs and Titans, 52. Mm. Are we being serious right now? Yeah. You're saying the total? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Over. <laughs> um, where did you get that? Did like, they already have the, I, they already have that posted? Can, can I take a guess? Can I take a guess at this where you got it? 
Uh, he was down. He needed one more and just decided, I got, I'm coming up with nothing. Bobo wouldn't help him because he wouldn't throw him the life vest because uh, he wanted him to drown. And so Lee was like, all right, I'm just going to take whatever the line, the, the over-under is. I yeah, that's probably that, And that, I came up with one of the best ones. <laughs> um, it's fairly accurate. I'll take the under. In fact, you know what? No, I, I would like to change my pick. Uh, I would like to take the over. Okay, you're still allowed to do that. Yeah, you you're, you you did it within the confines of our game, and how much time we had. Yeah, why couldn't I? Do you know what's well, because technically we've once you once you say it, once you breathe it into existence, we usually make you have to go with that. Yeah, but but I think though because we're doing ten this week, that it's a, a different thing. All right, so Lee, what's the next one that we have? Uh, we're out of time. In oh, fact, uh... <laughs> what a bummer, Lee. It's <laughs> too bad. By the way, this is the first time we've actually completed this segment on time. So. Hey. Uh, you oh, know, that's good. You that means we, it leaves us a little more time for that college football preview. Absolutely, huh? and I and yeah. I cannot wait. So yeah. we will get to that college football preview. Uh, but somebody is uh, is writing in on Twitter, Brady. They would like to know um, your thoughts um, on the elements at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, what do you think of uh, sort of what the elements? Are? I would tell them to uh, download the podcast because <laughs> we already spoke about that. Okay, very good. Uh, all right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, if you want to get Lee on Twitter, you can do so at all. Always prepared at always prepared on Twitter is where you can find Lee Delap. Coming up next on FSR, the most comprehensive national championship game preview in the history of Sports Talk Radio. Next. Bundle home and auto with farmers insurance and you could save an average of 20%. A better pairing than pineapple and pizza. There, I said it. Call 1 800 Farmers for a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Back over there's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is uh, uh, Brady's band. Was it uh, Imaginary Demons or whatever? What do they call it? Dragons. You can diss them all you want. They are uh, an awesome band. They're yeah. awesome to see in person. And uh, it's good to work out to, too, you know? All right. So, um, good stuff, man. Imaginary uh, Dinosaurs, uh, you are listening yeah. to on it's, Fox Sports Radio. It, it, it's, it's Imagining You're Disheveled, uh, I think is what, is what it's called. Let me, yeah. tell you, let me tell you something, pal. Uh, yeah. I, like, when you're down to your last squat and you got five plates on each side of the bar and you're yeah. trying to get up on that last yeah. on that last yeah. on that last yeah. rep let me tell you something what would you rather listen to dishevel or imaginary pterodactyls you tell yeah. me what's going to get you through that do i that, keep do i keep mispronouncing the name is it actually dishevel and not disheveled no dishevel just with an l Dis- no, dishevel. Need, no need for the ed oh okay we got that on our own <laughs> Not from your groupies. <laughs> <laughs> we know that much. Not right. not from your groupies. Uh, let's go live. To uh, I have a thought on the conversation that is happening right now. Insider Bobo for the latest. Bobo? I have two thoughts. When was the last time you had five plates and squatted five plates? Me? Yeah. You asking me? Yeah. I, I don't do squats. What are, you, what are you talking to me for? I was talking about Brady. Brady, when was the last time you squatted five plates? College. Squats are for the birds, yeah. man. Okay, cool. I, I think I got up to like 550 once. And let me just tell you this much. Uh, when you have that much weight on a bar, just getting it off of the bar and standing with it, it's like an accomplishment. Yeah, it feels like that. That's talk about the weight of the world. When that's on your back, that feels like the weight of the world. You can you can you you can feel your knees screaming. Mm-hmm. Like you right. can feel them cursing you out. No, I, I don't. I do. Uh, I do squat press, but I never do squats. No, messes up my knees. Next question: yeah. Was the music selection better today? Because you actually didn't. I liked it. 
yeah. down one song. Yeah, Bobo, hey, Bobo, you always do a good job, man. Don't let don't Joe yeah, put you down. We're just, we're just yeah. busting balls here, man. No, no need to yeah. get everybody to get sensitive here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're just uh, we're teasing, we're busting balls. Hey, That's can you guys do. let me know when we have a minute right. to preview the college football national championship? <laughs> all right, so, right now. All right, so coming okay. up in 10 minutes from now, Brady Quinn is going to preview the <laughs> national championship game. Uh, no, before we get to uh, before we get to this, the most comprehensive preview of the national championship game, I do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Uh, the Packers uh, in taking care of the Seahawks earlier 28-23 are on their way to the NFC title game against the 49ers. We've got the uh, we've got the Titans on the road at the Chiefs next Sunday as well. So we've already talked about those games. If you missed any of it you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com after it goes up on the air. But right now Brady, the biggest game ahead of us in the immediate future is the National Championship game. I can't wait for it. Clemson, LSU tomorrow night from New Orleans. Yeah, and it, you know, right now LSU is the favorite. They've had one of those storybook seasons where the quarterback Joe Burrow, who looks like he's going to be the number one overall pick, and that'll conclude our preview of the Thank national you. championship game here Thank at you. Fox. <laughs> All right, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Uh, six point favorites. I don't get it. Um, well, and and some people think that's a, you know being disrespectful to Clemson, given what they've done. They got the longest winning streak in college football, um, but. You know, they've they they played Ohio State in the semifinal game. It took them a while to get going. It looked like Ohio State was gonna blow them out, and then much like we saw uh really with the comeback from the Houston Texans over the Bills, it was very similar to that game. Clemson started to take over that game, capitalize on the mistakes, and the rest is history. But if this LSU team, it's different, man. They got so many weapons. You know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall, those guys at wide receiver are going to be guys who are playing on Sundays. Like I said before, Joe Burrow's going to be the first overall pick in the draft. You can mark that down right now. You're not going to find better film on a quarterback from this past year. He shattered a bunch of different records. And might I remind you, because it's been so long, he threw seven touchdown passes in the first half of their semifinal game right. versus Oklahoma. He only had six incompletions. Think about that. So um, Joe Burrow's looking at continuing to capitalizing on his Heisman campaign. And, and it's going to come down to this. Like both quarterbacks, we know they're going to have to play well. Both teams can run well. Travis Etienne is one of the better running backs. He may be the best running back in this, uh, this draft class once he's done. I, I assume he's going to declare. It's going to come down to two things, okay? How Joe Burrow handles the pressure and the variation of looks Brent Venables, the defensive coordinator, is going to give him. All right, from Clemson's defense, they got a, they have a guy named Isaiah Simmons. Remember that name for the draft. He moves all over the field. Okay, so picture you're like kind of Troy Polamalu esque type player. He can play in the slot. He can play as a linebacker. He can play as a safety. He plays all over the field, and they mix up their looks. Joe Burrow and LSU have been really really good at basically finding the matchup before the snap of the ball because they put you in formations where they dictate that. They won't be able to do that versus Clemson quite as much. So Joe Burrow's going to have to be good after the snap, and Clemson's going to have to do a good job of getting pressure on Burrow. And then for the other side, Trevor Lawrence showcased his ability to run versus Ohio State, broke off a big run for a touchdown, utilized his legs a bunch. That's because Ohio State plays a lot of man-to-man, and that's what you do versus man-to-man teams when you're a quarterback. When you can take off and run, you run, because there's not many times they have someone accountable for you. So who else plays a lot of man-to-man? LSU. 
And so LSU is going to have to either change up their game plan or they're going to have to have someone spying for Trevor Lawrence. And if you and if you have an extra guy waiting for him, that's one less guy back in coverage. So that opens up some of those big plays to Justin Ross, T. Higgins, good wide receivers for Clemson. Um, but keep an eye on how Trevor Lawrence runs the football in this game next to Travis Etienne and some of those big throws downfield. But it's going to come down to you know both those two things and how each of those two quarterbacks handles that stage. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. But I, I would, I would, I think Clemson can keep it close. Yeah. Uh, so in looking at this. Did it end up the right way? Are these the two best teams in college football? I know Ohio I think so. State's got an argument, but I would I would say the same thing. I think these yeah, are the two Ohio, best Ohio State could have made an argument based on how the game went, but I think these are the two best teams in college football, and it'll just come down to who can score the most points. I mean, that's kind of where college football is at right now, uh, and which defense can slow the other one down. But LSU's offense just seems like it's unstoppable at this point, the way Joe Burrow's operating it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun game to watch uh, on prime time. I mean, they made what are you taking? Um, you going to th- the points with LSU? Well, here, here's – because I've been breaking this down. I actually was watching the All-22s uh, right. earlier today right. uh, on, yeah. on both these teams. And so I just looked at the play design uh, for the Clemson Tigers. I looked at LSU. Uh-huh. And to uh-huh. me, what jumped out to me the most and the Shows reason why I like this yep. pick is uh, right now I'm leaning towards it's got to be. <laughs> I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 